Welcome to Wednesday Comics. You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles, and WednesdayComics.com. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, we have the Justice League himself, the whole thing, running his shirt. Uh, Alex. This is Marvel, but hello. What? I thought I saw Batman. Oh, it's Daredevil. Marvel is stupid. <laughs> it does look like Batman, to be honest. I agree. It does, but I'm just, it's, but it's, his horns it's supposed to be Marvel. Forward. It's supposed to be Marvel. Well, mm-hmm. take it off. Nobody likes it. Uh, across from me, we have the man from beyond. He has returned. Hi, guys. I'm yes. back. Wearing a Game of Thrones shirt. I actually I, like that shirt. It's pretty it's good. It's a good shirt. Did you see what it says? It says coexist. No, oh. Oh, I didn't even get that. C-O. You could pay me a million dollars to stare at that shirt. I never fucking saw it. Sorry. Uh, I don't want to say sorry. Damn. All right. So <laughs> I do it. Um, I uh, was at a Game of Thrones party once, and I brought this shirt because I'm like, hey, I got my Game of Thrones shirt. It's got all the houses on here. And someone comes up and he's like, why does your shirt say coexist? I look and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, it says coexist. <laughs> There's no way I would get that. I know. To be fair, I don't see the dire wolf don't as an E. I didn't touch it. Just Surely I have just a shirt that says coexist and it has the uh, Ramsey uh, I know, right in the middle. <laughs> Hanging man. But yeah, it's surely it's ironic. No, those people coexist. And that's probably why. And Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett back. You were uh famous Garrett. You and your brother. He's dead now. That's Obviously, right. Hashtag. Guess it was a worthy sacrifice. <laughs> I mean, I'm I've been I was eating hot chicken on his ashes. So I mean, <laughs> but then you went to you stopped by Metropolis on the way back. Metropolis, Metropolis. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Superman Museum. It has the giant Superman Museum. Um, and statue. Um, the museum, though, seriously, it was, it's only $5. $5 to get into this great museum. There's, you know, I thought I was a hoarder of Superman stuff. Like, there is so much Superman's, like, shit everywhere. Like, you think of it, there's watches. There's, okay, clocks, I was going to say the same thing. Pens, lunch boxes. There's uh, they got watches, <laughs> clocks, timepieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, but they have every iteration of Superman too. They have George Reeves, uh, Henry Cavill. They have uh, Christopher Reeve. What about Electric Superman? You see there? They, ha- I have a picture, and I'm sorry I was late on uploading the pictures of of my follow up. But there is, yeah, they have some of the red and uh, blue statues of. I got a Superman. question. When did they tear down that Superman statue and put him back up without the red underwear? Because that's not canon anymore. Like he's got no. It was, it's part of his. His suit just changed. It's- it, it's part of canon. And then you 52, all of a sudden he had that new suit, and that was his Elvis's suit. But then when... I mean, they're going to be changing it upcoming here. But during Rebirth, it all... It made new 52. There's no continuity lines like that. He never had the red underwear. Yes, he did. I always thought it was a red belt over blue pants. That's now. <laughs> now is that is. now? Yeah. yeah. He used to have red underwear. Right. And Batman used to have the blue. You can see it right there. He's got red underwear. Oh, yeah, see? On his hips. And yeah, Batman. The black. Yeah. Of course. But uh, yeah, it was a great museum. I literally, Wait, I got there at eight. Can you say museum again? 
museum. Oh, okay. I was going to tell you, it's ironic that you went to a museum that has a lot of Superman shit, but that's what a museum is. There's a lot of shit. That's I something. know. I know. But what was sucked is like, I'm. it was like in my temple. Like I was at peace. And then my Do annoying... Do they have a fortress assaulted? They don't have fortress assaulted. Imagine that's the waiting room. or like If that was the waiting shot. room, I would never fucking leave that place. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Um, hashtag guest host one was like, we can only be here for 40 minutes. So we don't get home until like 10 o'clock. So I only had 40 minutes in my Mecca. Now, you tell you tell your rushed. brother, if you ever go to a place where it's just Spider-Man galore, you tell him, hey, we only got 40 minutes. I know. It literally killed me inside. <laughs> they had. Like, oh, my gosh. There's so many cool things. You'd be like, I got to be home by 10 o'clock. I have bedtime. They had a traveling museum for Spider-Man. It was in New York for a while, and it was somewhere yeah. else. And I thought of... Corey, I was like, he would love that, but even still, like, yeah. Next yeah. time you see it, be like, Corey, let's go there. Forty minutes, we're done. Well, I w- next time I should plan another trip. Well, how far sister- away is it from Chicago? I have no clue. I guess a couple hours. I mean, it's in Illinois. Turns out, it's actually Southern in Illinois. I don't know. Probably. You don't know where you were. What? The- Who's following MapQuest? Who drove? I did. MapQuest was this nineteen eighty seven? I not MapQuest. Maps. <coughs> Apple Maps. That's what I use. I don't know. I just get on the interstate and I drive. Baby, I drive. You know, Thanks, I had a, Dean. I had a recent trip. Uh, Apple said, Maps is like horrible. Really? Yeah, it's, it, it is tell- not that great, but oh. I do like the traffic feature on it. That's really convenient. Waze. Like it puts it construction up. on yeah. there. Yeah. Waze does it. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard Waze is good. You know but, what I um, use? I use the GPS in my car. I just go, boop. Tells me where I'm going. And the coolest thing I got there, though, um, is the owner. He was there. I was talking to him. He actually acquired. <laughs> not his name. I, hope so. I don't know That'd what his so name sweet. is. That's what his name um, was. He acquired the original programs that they gave out during the red carpet premieres of Superman. They were selling for 10 bucks a pop. So I got Superman and Superman 2 because no one cares about Superman 3 and 4. Um, but so I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, they're pretty sweet. They aren't in horrible condition, but I mean, they've lasted since the 70s, so pretty neat. I just realized, if anybody wonders why, like, if you're watching the video, why every once in a while I just stare at it, it's because uh, we have it now where we can actually see what's being recorded, and uh, I was making sure everything was in frame. But I did notice, like, I'm, I was it's dead It's okay, staring. Marvin, your hair looks good. I was dead staring into the camera for a while, and I was like, no, it's probably not. You know, the weird thing is, I'm pretty egotistical, and I have yet to really look at I look every now and then, just go, oh, yep, I'm, you know, it's moving the way I should be moving. Of course, uh, Alex, you're behind that gray I know. blob. Alex, you're in the middle. You're oh, never that's your be hair. Sorry. I have to worry about being out of frame, and so to see. Yeah, but at least you guys can see your face to, and still to be able to talk. I have to do this. You know why? Because I realized I put it closer than normal. That's why I'm worried about being out oh. of frame. You're Looks fine. good. You're Look, fine. Of course. With your Marvel shirt. Flawless. People can see it. Flawless. You're okay. Not fine. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So it was great. Museum. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. I want to spend more time there. And, uh, Oh, I got to tell you guys something behind the scenes later. Sorry. Sorry, fans. But Yeah, surely bring it up. Yeah, I was like, you bring it up. And it just came to me. Now, yeah, I have something to tell you guys. Later. Can't tell you now. Maybe later. If you ask me on the street, I'll tell you. He's going to tell us he stole Superman's red underwear. He took off. Holy shit. That's oh, nice. the abundance. Sorry, I spiked. The abundance of yellow S's on red capes. I'm going to post online. It was amazing. There was a couple of them. Oh, I... I if uh, to be fair, if abundance means a couple, we need to call the dictionary and go. Hey, by the way, that's screw her. you. <laughs> I just mean there was a lot of them. That's what I meant to say. And the giant Superman statue has the OS on the back, so my life is made. Oh, the statue does. Yeah, that's I cool. actually took a picture. Behind what the statue, statue is it of? I mean, I get it's Superman. It's Superman doing it? his pose, and on the is it base, any specific 
Superman or just a generic? It's Superman? a generic. Oh, just the Man of Steel. Henry Cavill, have I read? Uh, yellow S. So what's funny is he doesn't on his cape, but they've just released a party cape that you could buy, and it has the Man of Steel S that's yellow on the back of the cape. So you can buy an adult, like a normal size cape. he comes cape. back. Oh, dude, if he doesn't have that like yellow Like when he first S. appears and he walks forward and then you see yellow S. If I saw that like billowing behind him, I would faint. I'd be like, there. oh, God. <laughs> That'd be sweet. And then we had to talk about how he died in the show. <laughs> He died the way he died doing what he loved. Uh, yeah, that uh, looking for that you would, you would see that you could put the picture for our show like the uh, death of Superman with the the red cape billowing in. The Speaking air. of Justice League, we talked about this last week in the show. I wanted to get mm-hmm. your opinion on this. Yeah, uh, did you watch the new Justice League trailer? Heroes. Absolutely. You didn't cry, um, especially the first two minutes. No. Uh, I guess that's the whole I trailer, s- but that, for the record, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it, so he doesn't know what to talk about. Why? You guys can talk about it. However, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. That trailer has a lot of what we've seen in the last trailer and the trailer before that. It's a lot of uh, a few scenes, and we, I brought up last week. It's either one of two things: a, they are doing a great job of not showing a lot, and that they are really hiding, like. For like the layman, they actually don't know who the villain is. We know, obviously, but yeah, he's in in that last trailer. But if you didn't know who he was, like you wouldn't be able to see. You him. have no idea because it's like literally a fraction of a second. He shows him hitting one woman. So, but it's either that they're hiding it well, or the movie like that's all the movie is. What do you think? I think they're hiding it well. There's way too much to that movie to. Uh, no, there's way more. There you think has so? To be. I hope yeah. there's more, especially nope. with Joss Whedon involved. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe the trailer people didn't maybe respect Zack Snyder for like his movies or like, you know, most. Yeah. Most movies get screwed unless you're Star Wars about uh, like revealing Sorry, stuff. You in seem your awfully paranoid tonight. I do because we changed something. Now I'm like worried that something's not working right. Okay. It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> Also because I was talking and it wasn't that loud, but then I realized you spiked before, so obviously it can't be that. Yeah. So, anyway, keep going. But, dumb question, that's recording, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God, you just hit the fourth <laughs> wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think with Joss Whedon's, like, coming in and rescuing, basically, I bet Warner Brothers was like, hey, what do you want? I bet, because I remember, like, projects in the past with Joss Whedon, like, he's... He's had control, not like super, but like creative control on the trailers, not revealing too much. Yeah, but they didn't reveal that much before he got on board. Even with right. sex stuff, it wasn't revealing. Right. Here's the thing also with that, and I'm glad you brought him up, because I've been having a little, uh, every once in a while, there's something, there's some sort of narrative that happens online where people hear one thing and they keep like bringing it up a lot and it annoys me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet is basically like a hive mind. They think of one, they think one thing and that's all. Yeah, and then it somehow becomes fact, like um, Batman's voice in Dark Knight trilogy. People make fun of it online, and now like that's a staple of that movie. Anyways, but it, it just that's just general with online. But something they've been saying since Joss has been uh, announced coming on board, and uh, it's kind of echoing what you just said, acting like he somehow like changes the movie one hundred percent. Oh like, no, dude, I don't. No, the dude way. wrote twenty four pages of the script. Yeah, like he rewrote twenty four pages. It's not. It's not a lot of the script. He's came in and he came in for reshoots and he's going to be part of post-production. Now he's going to be able to change maybe like some things, but the plot and like how that movie's going is a lot of Zach. You can see in that trailer, a lot of those yeah. shots, those are Zach shots. Yeah. Um, 
He said like I I read an article that he's kind of he redid some of the dialogue in a lot in a lot of I scenes. think he'll turn a movie that would have been generic in a movie that would have had a lot of good action scenes to be in a movie that is fun and has a lot of good, a lot of good action scenes. I don't think he's going to make it be like all of a sudden turn from a movie that would have been probably like a C plus to be like this is the best movie ever. But I think it's going to be like this is the best DC movie ever. You know, yeah. but that's not a high <laughs> scale to like make a best DC movie. I mean, Wonder Woman's really great. I like Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah. Um, and I like those Batman movies, but like I said, those are kind of a different beast than that they're trying now. Yeah. But I have a feeling that this is just going to be like, oh my God, that was really fun. But then people will be like, yeah, I guarantee you there's going to be moments of that. Nitpick. That people are going to be like, yeah. oh, do you remember? Like they'll have fun with the movie and then there'll be a moment to be like, what about this though? And so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it won't be like, it won't be the dark night for people because people think that movie's like the best thing ever. I do like it a lot. I say that a lot on the show. I act like I don't like that movie. I do like that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just get annoyed that people are like, nothing can touch it. And like hold it up to the, some sort of like God tier. <laughs> like, Come on, so Batman cool. and Robin right next to it. <laughs> hand in hand, nipple and nipple. I also wanted to ask both of you guys. Thor Ragnarok comes on in two weeks. Yeah. We have two weeks after that Justice League. I think personally, and you guys let me know how you feel about this. Uh, I think Thor, I have a, there's a higher chance of Thor being a better movie. But I'm more excited to watch Justice League just because I don't know what kind of movie it's going to be. Thor, I'm just like, oh, it's going to probably be good. Yeah. I, I I agree with you 100%. Like with Thor, we know. I mean, it's Marvel. I mean, they... I mean, Re- they have Re- really, already coming out. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. They're it like, has a 98% around two minutes. Yeah. They're saying it's like well, one really of the best. great movie. Yeah. So. so I I don't... But that's what I expected. Right. Exactly. With Justice League, like your expectations could be low, but like... For some, the inner DC fan of me, the hype is just building uncontrollably. It's that curiosity, like you said. Um, if this doesn't do it, it's done, right? Like I, I you think, can't. Make I think more if you movies. can't, if you can't get the team right, you can't get any of the other movies right. Let me say this one line: If this doesn't give you fucking goosebumps, what if they bring Green Lantern in this movie? They would have. That, would that blow to, your? That's mind? what I mean. They have. That's going to be the thing that changes this from a generic Justice League movie. Which that's the thing that's going to worry me is that. I know how this movie plays out, right? But I think if you bring Green Lantern in, and I don't know about it going in, that's something for me to be like, I'm excited for how this mm, goes forward. Yeah. Rather than just them, and then Superman comes back, which I'm expecting. He's on something, some of the promotion things, not all of them, but mm. they'd be like, oh yeah, we knew. But if like, I think if they bring G, in like Hal, Hal shows up and he's already like a veteran, he's been in space doing shit, and he comes back and he's like, I heard you guys need my help. Then you'll, I'll be like you, just like that. You okay? Yeah, I know. It'd be, it'd be incredible, and that's like what we want. We want twists. That's why, like, the trailer business kind of ruins movies. But I feel like Justice maybe that's League, why they're not showing a lot because yeah, they don't want to ruin this. Stuff. Exactly. I mean, DC. Well, I th- feel like that. I think didn't DC have like a twist recently in one of their movies? I don't know. DC's better about hiding stuff than Marvel is. Except when it comes to Star Wars. That's the only caveat. But well, that's Disney, not Marvel. I suppose. I just mean Marvel Studios. Right. Marvel Studios likes to put out like everything in their trailers. Especially, right. well, that's Sony. If it's Spider-Man. Because if it's Sony, they're like, hey, guys, want to see the movie? Want to see the first half hour? Uh, no, Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. Can we agree? You're a Star Wars guy. This guy really didn't have an opinion because he, oh, he doesn't really like Star Wars. But I uh, kind of lambasted Star Wars last week. Uh, Star Wars fans. Can we agree? Control the hype. Like, getting too crazy. <laughs> how nuts it is well people were like so obsessed like when that trailer came out people were like 
did you like watch right away and like everything's like did you watch the star wars trailer and i told alex alex doesn't like it um people all the time were like oh, how can you not like star wars and it's like dude if you don't like it, you don't like it but they act like uh it's like the second coming to be like dude did star wars coming out in a couple of months like i'll wait in line for star wars i said right. that to you guys like i'll wait in line for star wars I, that's how much i like that movie i will not we're gonna see it in not reserve seats i will wait in line for star wars yeah. but there's some people who are like Kind of camp out there a week before. So hyped, or, and they're like, yeah. but like it, not even that, but they're like uh, hyped where they're like, can't understand that somebody else does is not into it or not as excited as they are. Be like, dude, it's Star Wars. What are you talking about? And it's just like, mm, calm down. So my answer at is, the end of the day, it's, it's Star a, Wars. It's a movie. It it is, but it's more than that. Maybe I'm getting too old. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I think, but it's it's one of those things that Man, I don't have this young. When like, you get in line, though, Marvin, I feel like that's what I mean. Wait uh, yeah. for then. Why? Yeah. Like we're two months out, and you're acting like they're like. Here's the thing. I it's great to like we sit down and we're like we're at a bar having a beer and we're talking about the movie. We're theorizing shit, but to go online and I know like web, movie websites stuff like that. But I've seen people like on Facebook be like, "Here's what I think about the trailer," and then people arguing about it. And maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. I just find it weird that people are uh, so crazy about something. A that doesn't come out for two months, and B they're trying to like ruin it for themselves. Like let's try to figure out how this is gonna go. Yeah, and then they're either uh, they're gonna get to that movie and it's not gonna happen the way they did, and they go, "It would have been better if it happened this way," or B, they're gonna be, like, "I knew it the whole time," and it's like, "Calm down." Yeah, yeah, but no, I agree with that. But like the movie we got, Force Awakens, you know, after thirty years of no Star Wars films, right? Like you were expecting that. That was okay. That was okay. That but hype these, was. These was, Star Wars movies come out every year now. Calm exactly. down. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that was okay. Mm-hmm. I understood that one. Right. Like, it's been years since we had a Star Wars movie. Right. I was like that. But now it's like every year. It'd be like a Marvel movie. It's like, dude, it's, it's like two a year. Like, come, like, wait six months and another one's coming out. Like, you can be into it and be like, I'm excited for that movie. But people being like, seeing the Thor Ragnarok being like, right. I think it's going to happen like this. This was going to happen in the movie. It's like, and then like the Spider-Man movie before that came out. Ooh, I think this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And I just feel like, we talked about it last week. People want to like spoil something for themselves, and I don't see why. But no, see, like, no, be, like, be excited, but don't be so hyped that you're like uh, trying to figure it out. Well, you know, there's religions around Star Wars, even like I'm not lying. I know like, people, people believe can, in the force can, and stuff, and like people in the military right, yeah. can say that they're a Jedi, and right. that's part of their religion. Yeah, yeah, huh. But uh, I think for me, like this one. I'm still super pumped. I, I have to too. be because be I, Luke Skywalker. But yeah, just like don't go nuts. <laughs> but I think it's like I think of it like Supergirl when Superman was on the first episode of season two. Yeah, that's going to be like Luke Skywalker in this movie for me. Like I'm just like because I wanted it so bad in Force Awakens. Just give me him to say one thing. and He doesn't say anything the whole freaking movie. Were you going to say something? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, There's a lot of Star Wars Let's, shit. I just say one more thing and then we can move on yeah. to the actual. Oh, I didn't read a script this time. Oh, I get the comics. I don't even know what books we're doing here. Uh, jeez. You see how Marvin takes care of his books. Um. <laughs> All right. All right. Now I know what I'm doing. Uh, I was gonna say, fuck. What I was gonna say? Star Wars. Star Wars related. Oh, you. <laughs> so like, you know what? It's part, part partly myself because I'm way too much on the internet, Twitter, Facebook, and I'm seeing all this stuff. It may just because it's like way too too much like i said the internet gets hold of one thing and then they run within that's like everybody just echoes the same thing so like i see like 50 million people being like let's theorize this and people you know whatever yeah anyways i did watch kevin smith's reaction to the trailer 
Oh, you posted it on He watched it twice. Yeah. Uh, people can like uh, shit on that guy all he wants for not liking his movies, whatever. I find it so refreshing that that guy is still into, like, he's excited for the Justice League movie. He's into Star Wars and stuff like that. As, like, a fan, he watched that trailer. And also, like, at the end of that trailer, you know, they show that thing where Kylo is, like, uh, pretending to, uh, or Ray. Entice Ray. Yeah, Ray, yeah, Ray's like, I need help. And he reaches out his hand. And people are like, oh, shit, is she going to the dark side? First off. Jason I'll, and Jaina. <laughs> I don't think that Kylo is really 100% on the dark side. So it could be him going good and then her being like let's work together anyways whatever i don't even think it was the same scene we talked about that earlier in our group chat but kevin smith when he watches that part he sees that and he goes fucking marketing he goes you're not getting me that's not even the same scene he goes that's not the same scene uh and he goes let's watch it again he watches it again so like that i find that that's okay like he's excited for that movie and he's like if he's like hey if you want to come talk to me it was a live facebook video and he's like talking with people on like that fine but to come to like alex and be like and like somebody who's not into it and like uh be like star wars you're not into star wars and acting like it's crazy everybody likes star wars why are you why are you excited for like this biggest thing of the year and it's like come on. i think i think the only reason it, it does make sense for people to ask me why i don't like star wars is that i do like comic books i do like these things but star wars is not something i grew you're up not really watching. a sci-fi guy though no. In general. Like, even if it wasn't... Well, Star Wars is kind of fantasy, but even if... Uh, Except you, turtles that aren't in their own book. But the, but <laughs> even those, to me, aren't even sci-fi, necessarily. They're talking animals. No, I wouldn't say that. That's almost like, fair lab experiments. But, like, I never... In this volume. Like, Alex has yeah. never showed interest in anything that's a Star... Uh, I don't like Star Wars. I don't like Star related. Trek. Um, no. I guess Star like, Galactica, like... Uh, the only couple books that we get, like, Descender. Yeah, it's a space-related book, but when they're on the planets is when I'm most happy. Papa doesn't like to fly. <laughs> Anyways, I don't. I just wanted to see. Uh, if that, I'm just an old man. So, by the way, uh, my JL answer to you uh, about oh, yeah. the uh, JL writing rock. I'm. Ex- I don't even know what your question was. Uh, but which one? Like more excited. Sleek? You know, in all honesty, even excitement, curiosity. I didn't care for the first two Thors. So this Thor, I'm hoping is actually oh, like really? a saving grace. I'm surprised to hear from you. Thor I, 1 is okay. I really like Thor 2. People don't like that movie. Thor 2 is fine. It just wasn't, I don't know. Though, I hate the villain. Malekith is like a way better villain than they portray in that movie. Yep. Um, yeah. And they, He's I did like, human, like, like so I don't care for Jane crazy. Foster in this, in these movies. Nah, she's, she's, she's not going to be too, in this one, She's so. too damsel in distress. Uh, the comedy in the second one, I feel like they uh, should have went all in. I feel like they were like, can we do comedy in Thor? And so they kind of like, and I thought the jokes were actually funny in Thor, but I feel like there should have been more. Like, they didn't know what they wanted to be in second one. It yeah. wouldn't be a dark story about Malekith and this power gem and all this shit, or be a comedy. And now I think they're like, let's make it a comedy. Oh, do you think this third movie will have Darcy in it? Hmm, Jane's lab assistant? Oh. oh. She has to be. I'm sure she shows oh, up. She uh, Whether it's Loki dresses up as her or <laughs> what right. have you. Batman number 33. This is uh, Tom King. I think JL is going to be good. <laughs> I thought you answered it. No, I just oh. told you about Ragnarok. <laughs> All right, wrap it up, Al. fuckers. Say your last line. Yeah, geez, we're talking this whole time. We're trying to get to reviews. <laughs> yeah, well, Star Wars shit. I'm back in the house to control these two. Batman. Where's the Star Wars control? Huh? Yeah. Rootsoftheswampthing.com. We have Hall of the Piles number two is on pre-order. Get it quick. Before it runs out, I know issue one, a lot of people want it, but it's sold out. Do not miss out. Contact John Boylan at RootsOfTheSwampThing.com. He will get you a copy. Get it now. $10. Very cheap for what you get. A lot of good stuff in there. 
Um, also, they just announced that Swamp Thing Witcher Special Number One. That is Tom King, Jason Fabak. Get that thing is going to be coming out. If you want to know what it's about, if you want to know Swamp Thing, rootsofswampthing.com. Go there, look at all the articles. Get familiar with the Avatar of the Green. If you don't know what that means, you need to get there. Also, I, like I said before, Greg Capullo, he's wrapping up to it. This Swamp Thing is hot, and that means you need to get over to rootsofswampthing.com. Batman number 33. This is Tom King, Joel Jones on uh, pencils. Uh, interior colors, Jordy Blair. This is the first uh, issue of Rules of Engagement. This is right after. Get it? 24. This is right after um, uh, War of Drunken Riddles. And chronologically, it is right after Batman asked Wonder Woman to marry him. And uh, she Catwoman. told the story. Okay, what did I say? Wonder Woman. Oh, maybe. Nice. That's old. That's old. Old school. Score. Justice League, maybe. So, what do you think? Art was awesome. Art was pretty good. Boom. Joel Jones uh, liked it a lot. You know what she did great? And I'm like, top props. uh, The first, one of the first people, I mean, maybe it's because Greg Pillow drew Batman for a long time. One of the only people to draw the Robins and they look different Hmm. rather than being like, who's that? Who's that? I can just tell where right? it'd be like, oh, that's Jason, that's Damien. Besides uh, the fact that Jason was right They all kind of they all kind of looked younger yeah. than what I think. Like for some reason, uh Dick Grayson always should be just a little bit older. He looks yeah. he looks a little younger than I thought he would. And same with uh Todd. I think he's a little younger than I thought he would be. That they just look de aged more. Oh yeah, yeah. They look youthful. But you know, whatever. Just me being picky. It's not called re-old. It's called rebirth. Of course. Um, the uh, panels are great. Uh, the scene where Alfred tells them that he proposed to Miss Kyle and she accepted. And you see all the reactions. And then... I thought that was hilarious. They're all still thinking about it. But Damon is like, what the hell did you just say? Yeah. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, the uh, Tiger. Yeah. Uh, that had like a little continuity thing being like oh grayson told me that you're the guy to talk to and it's like i i really love that i know time yeah. wrote grayson but still like i like that he's like hey i'm trying to get over here uh and, t- and obviously he knew to talk to dick grayson about like hey you know this whole area like who should i talk to and they got in contact what i like about this is like when they're entering into this place yeah. like uh who's explaining i think it is tiger explaining to me, like you know the justice league's gonna come after you as soon as you leave this place right and he's like yeah i gotta do it so I think that's kind of cool to see if this falls out into uh, like a battle with the Justice League. I don't know if it's going to. I doubt it. But uh, I think the artist, Joel Jones, whatever, I like the grittiness, like the texture to like the desert and how Batman yeah. looks. Like, I just think it really messed That two-page well. spread was amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know what's amazing? Uh, I mean, we talk about her all the time, Jordi Belletter, that she can take – she's been coloring every single arc, I think, of this book, when they, even when they change artists to Mitch to uh, – David Mikhail. to Mikhail to um, who did the oh Mikhail did no but who is the what's his name God uh, Clayman Clayman uh, and then now with Joel Jones like she knows how to go with their style so like it brings out their style and it doesn't just look like the same book over and over again and yeah. that's what you're saying like the great right. kind of style she changes it up a little bit mm-hmm. and you get this that two page spread with all the sand and it's like colored beautifully mm-hmm. and it's just like oh, looks so good. different shades of orange and yeah it's oh, just like man. that's nice you know what I was you know when I did the, I think it was the forecast where I was saying that I was worried about this 
I was worried about it because I was worried that it was Bruce going out on his own and like Catwoman's back in Gotham and like nothing gets resolved. I like what I loved about this, which turned it completely around for me, is that Catwoman was there with him the entire time. Do you think, is he going to meet Talia because he knows Talia once she finds out that he's marrying somebody else? Will not let it stand and go after them. So he's I assume the he wasn't divorced from her. <laughs> oh, they're not married. Are they're they? not married. Oh, really? They I just think he, they are. No, she just uh, raped him in his sleep. Oh, that sounds bad. But bright. I think Talia, like he she knows, she drugged him and then had sex. I think he knows that Talia has like this weird hold. Well, I mean, him. it's it's one of those things that Talia's always been Bruce's beloved, as she calls him. That's yeah. what I mean. Where so, like, she knows once she hears this, she she's feels like come she owns him. Yeah. him. So he's like, I gotta make first strike and like, let's go figure this out before anything goes for, you know, he needs and also maybe like he's going to get away from being a superhero. Like that's why he's in care of the justice. Like he's like, who cares? Like, uh, I won't re- get out of here alive anyways. So I expect him. So like this, basically him and now Catwoman are like, let's go finish this. Either we leave free or we die in here. We're going to do it together. The one, the one thing that, um, I don't know if it necessarily bugs me overall with uh, King's story is how many times Bruce knows I'm going to die. Okay, But to me, it's one of those things. You're Batman. There's always a way out. So I'm, I'm, I get tired of him going, but do you think oh, I'm going to die. Do you think that that is like normally Batman finds a way out, but this is a Bruce that's been broken from the Gotham thing that he like he tried to save Gotham girl and like he like did he he didn't really he didn't cure her, right because um what's the face guy uh Psycho Psycho Pirate. Pirate. like he was trying to get her to cure him and like nothing so like he's like Batman that like knew thought he like was able to solve everything and he couldn't solve that and so he asked Catwoman to marry him because he's like I'm done with like this I like, get that get he's, out a, of here. he's a more human Batman where he actually he has failed in the end of but it'd be nice if he is too. at least you know I realize I'm pretty much a pessimist on most things. <laughs> I'm gonna die. I wish he'd just be a little bit more of a. It's possible, but you never know, because his friends aren't gonna kill him. No, but I don't think these things are gonna. Or kill is he him. thinking that he's not gonna get out of the cave? He said alive. Oh, Talia's gonna. You kill You think Talia's yeah. gonna kill him? Okay. He says I don't. Then think that makes more that sense because I was going. What the hell? No, they they're were saying they're gonna, they're gonna arrest yeah. I know him. They're, I know they're not yeah. gonna come in to get him. No, if he makes it out alive, they're gonna take him in. Did you read the end of Origin Riddles? Yeah, I did. Um, there's probably one part you know that I hated, but I, I'm still giving it the benefit of the doubt because what part did you hate? The part where Batman was going to kill Riddler. Oh, I love that. part. I like that too. Really? Yeah. yeah. That it was, nice. that was the part that made it for me. Because it's one of those things that my thing that I hate about this, he's so human. But I understand mm-hmm. that. You want you know what? How are you gonna stop these people by putting them in jail? That's what you need yeah, to kill someone. That was the whole right. point. Like and I think it extends to this is that and it for the longest time he thought he was that guy who was like, No, I'm like the top tier, I'm the best of the best. And what makes me different from then from them is that I can control myself. I can be this guy who's always in control, who always knows what to do. And he realized over that, and now this Gotham girl thing and Bane, and then now uh, he's going to do this, that he's not in control. And that's what's, he's not unlike them. He is them. Yeah. And like, and so like him going to be like, I'm done with, like, I can't be a hero knowing that I can't control myself. Uh, I am just human. I'm not this thing that i thought it was this uh pinnacle of superheroes like this best of the best of humans and um maybe i just need to give it up 
and maybe I should need because you know when he was Batman, he didn't care yeah. about his happiness. All he cared about was taking out crime, taking right. out criminals. And now he's like, well, maybe I do need to be happy, and maybe I need to be done with this. So I understand it. I just like it's just wrapping my head around like Batman's entire history, and then this part we're just kind of like breaking him down so innocently, basically to like just to sing like, yeah to like human basically like you know everyone thinks he's the pinnacle of superheroism you know but yeah he's evolving that, right yeah so he is evolving and that's nice to see so that's why i'm not like being harsh on it and like i say i hate it meaning like i just i just hard for me, it's hard for me to wrap around the fact that he would consciously be like because like from what i understood from his origins on is like you know i'm not gonna do that because that happened to me. I'm not going to make a decision that could change somebody else's life. So just internally in my head, wrapping around the fact that he was consciously going to do something that he vowed he would never do. Yeah. That's where it was kind of like internally. I was kind of like, eh, but. Well, he see, that's the thing that always bothered me um, about, so it's like Scott's run, and then before that, like how Jeff Johns wrote him in uh, Justice League, um, was that Batman was always that kind of guy. And like in Scott's, I always felt like, oh, geez, Batman's going to be dying and like he's on his last breath and he would figure out a way to be like, what about this thing? And you're like, it would come out of nowhere being like, I'm Batman. Of course I know how to do this. And so like there's two things in DC that you always could count on that they wouldn't have to explain it. They'd just be like, because he's Batman and because of the speed force, like they never right. had to explain it because they go, either of those two things. And so now we come with a Batman that actually I enjoy more. That's more like Vulnerable. he could like, yeah, like he's just a, a guy in a suit. At the, and I think, when we had that I am suicide issue and they showed the backstory, I know at the time there's a lot of controversy about him trying to kill himself, but I think what Mitch, Mitch, what Tom was trying to do. And the thing that I liked about it was like him showing that he is scared. He doesn't know what to do. Like even when he was a kid and now he's an adult and he's doing this kind of stuff and we have to worry about knowing, uh, or he's like, we're like, Oh no, he's out there. He's Batman. He has no fear. And he's doing all this stuff. And he's still like, like you said, he's like, I might die. And he's still that scared little kid that's like, maybe I don't want to be alive anymore. And so, like, I like that underlaying me, like, he's still a human at the end of the day. He's not this guy who, like, is going to pull out this kryptonite uh, or the red sun, you know, when he was fighting Superman. Like, he knows how to get out of that. No, he's just a guy that uh, is scared to face Talia face to face. Yeah. I did love the reveal of Talia in this issue, though. I thought that was freaking magic. Really? Because I saw that one coming. Oh, really? There's a lot of tension. Leading yeah, up to it. a lot of tension and oh. then her just being like around all these people and like just like getting her clothes on and just being like, all right, let's go to work. Let's do this. And you can tell they're both like on a suicide run because even yeah. in, the, in the desert, they're like, oh, Horstead, was it 14, 15 hours? They're like, man, that's pretty good. And so like they keep going like they like they are so like uh, over being like, oh, well, I guess a horse died. Like they're so just like, let's keep moving forward. <laughs> like they're so mm-hmm. driven on this mission just to be like knowing that they could die like Tali might kill them and there's nothing going to stop them on the way there right. it at the end of the day it really is a batman story nothing's going to stop him from doing what he wants to do but we add in that i think at least the exciting thing being like wait he could something could happen to him where like he's not gonna be batman for a while maybe he doesn't need to be batman for a while maybe yeah. he needs to be just bruce wayne that's if, exciting if, for me from a Damien standpoint because I know it's going to cause some uh, conflict for him as one of my favorite characters. So if, uh, if if Batman is a scared little boy in an adult body, and I understand he's gone through some shit, 
all those years and years of mentally and physically and emotionally training himself have gone to waste if he's still afraid. There is that. And that's, that, and that's just me saying. Well, that's what the War Joker Real right. storyline was about. was like all that didn't matter because at the end of the day, he's no different than Joker or Riddler. He just needed that one thing to be like uh, when he was like, I made Kite Man who he is. When Riddler was saying this, I killed his son to make it like this him a villain. And Bruce was on Riddler's side that time. And he was like, how many better? Like I was, I was with him the whole time. And I never like try to stop him. Cause he killed his son while he was with Bruce. Yeah. Like they were fighting, like he agreed to help him. And then he did all that. So like how's, and so Bruce is like, how am I any better? Like it doesn't matter. And maybe like, he's probably still that guy, but he, he's kind of shooken up. He doesn't know. Like now he's like worried that his power, like what he became is not helping anybody. Yeah. Like he's not, the hero anymore like he is still it doesn't matter when he wants something people can still get hurt and that's not what he wants to do i don't know i like it i like you're right though like i'm just you're either gonna be like oh they're ruining my uh my my god tier batman or you're gonna be like i I like that it's i don't need god tier batman i'm just going with i mean i'm living in a world of batman is number one and it's not because he's better than anyone else. It's just that he's that methodical. He he's thinks everything that through. Hard. He's worked that hard to be this guy. Because he doesn't, I don't, to me, I never see Batman as a hero. He just does the stuff that other people can't do. So when he's the world's yeah. greatest detective, it's because he's put in the 50 years of brain work. Hey, there's something, depending on what, uh, what Dark Knight Returns, of course. He's like 100 years old in that book. True. I think that was the thing of Scott's run. And I like Scott's run a lot, but that always bothered me because he would say the same thing, be like, Batman is the best of the best, but what if he found out he wasn't? But he would always come out on top anyways. He would always have the crypt of the Red Sun glove or have some tr- trick that he would get out of. Uh, but now I think Tom's like, uh, he thinks he's number one, but what if he wasn't? And we're actually seeing like he isn't. Like, what if he isn't? It's rather than, you know what I mean? And I, and I get that's the way he's telling the story, and I respect that. But I, it's just, it's hard for... Well, I love Batman so much that it's hard to see him be brought back. Yeah, it's from, going against the grain of what yeah. you think of Batman. And yeah, but so, it'll, but does it make you feel um, a little bit more for Bruce though? Like seeing like you th- you know you said he worked this hard for all this stuff like and now seeing him be like down on his luck basically like it's weird seeing Bruce and Batman himself. doubt himself. Yeah, I'm sure he'll come back. I'm sure that the whole yeah. point when, of the story is when, him. Yeah. Regaining Catwoman his dies confidence, and he gets fucking pissed and beats the shit out of everybody. Regaining who he is and become the Batman. Like I, like I told you, I, I, I called this like, what, four months ago in the chat, so if it comes true. Um, I wait. Thank you, Tom By the King. way, Audio King. <laughs> uh, audio King. Uh, Tom King. Uh, I was I mixed up Tom King and audio listeners. I pointed to myself during that time. Um, it was called uh, I Am Gotham, I Am Suicide, I Am Bane, and then we've had some more stories. And it's going to end with I am Batman. And that's going to be the finale where he becomes back to like who you know. Oh. He's got to break him down to build him back up. Well, there's a lot of issues that need to go back into <laughs> learning how to be a detective. Because so, you know, the one thing about this book, yeah. though, there's not as much detective work. No, there's a lot of that in detective comics. No, I know, and I agree with that. But, you know, kind of staple of the name is be a detective. If you want your god tier, go to detective comics. He's over there, a badass. You, you know who's not a, a detective? Who? You tell me. <laughs> uh, I give it a nine. Okay, like I guess it. we didn't score no, no, no. nine. Yeah, yeah, nine. No, I give it a nine. I give it a ten. I really like this issue a lot. 
I'm, I, strong. Baby. I didn't think it was perfect. I thought it was strong. No, I say like, to me it's not. Ten, it's my tens, my tens are perfect. No, what? His, but no, because this ten is it's what he looks forward in the book. What oh, he right. what he enjoys in the book. I'd give it a nine for art mostly. Like the Talia Al Ghul thing, that was great. I like seeing her. It'll be fun having her back. Who's the big fucker that beats, that Catwoman beats the shit out of? I don't know if they said his name. Uh, I don't think so. I always thought it was Raish's bodyguard. Ubu. Ubu. I mean, it's probably not. It's just some bodyguard. Yeah. But anyway. He just says, I'm the guard in the desert. Yeah. Lame. By the way, if you don't like Tom King's Batman, he said he's running 100 issues. So this is only 33. So wrap, strap yourself in. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be done with Rebirth by then. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give We're doing Rebirth in two months. Yeah, Rebirth's going to be really? done, but it'll still keep going. Yeah, they're getting rid of the Rebirth thing. Oh, I see. That's I'm so that's... excited. Full covers. <laughs> yes. So you know who else is not a detective? Who I, Who said that? Garrett. Douchebag. <laughs> we got uh, Superman number 33, written by Tom Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. Art by... Uh, Peter Tomasi. Peter Tomasi. What did I say? Tom Tomasi. Tom Tomasi. Did I say Tom Tomasi? Sorry. Double T's. Tom Tomasi. Superman number 33, written by... and. Shit, fuck you guys. You guys ruined me now. <laughs> Written by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. And pencils by Doug Mankey. Surely they can see the cover on the video. No, they can. I'll <laughs> show it here. Step my face. The uh, first part of Imperial Lex. Alex, for, I mean, uh, Garrett, refresh me. Uh, Lex Luthor's a hero now. Yeah. Has there been any kind of inkling that he's doing it for nefarious uh, mm. motives? To be honest, no. And that's the most exciting part is because Superman slash Clark Kent can't trust him to save his life. He knows what Lex done has done in the past. And so, like, this issue opens up with them working together. They're, they teamed up. Yeah. Um, and then halfway through, basically, Lex gets taken back to Apocalypse because at one point in time, he was the ruler of Apocalypse. Um, but our Clark Kent does know that somewhat but not really because like i don't know how that works um because he wasn't really involved in that storyline very heavy with lex being on because while lex was on uh, apocalypse he was busy being omega um, yeah i can't remember superman what superman whatever. was what he was um but i think like got a power right and so now this this arc is going to be about lex trying to kill superman like that's been lex's luther's mission his whole existence prior to him turning over and becoming a hero so it'll be funny that you know superman's just starting to trust lex and then like unbeknownst like out of lex's control he's gonna fuck it all up and i love that because so do you think he's not uh actively trying to trick people Correct. I don't think he's... What about he's, the his narrative when right before he gets captured, he's like, great, everybody trust me. It's been enough time. You don't think he was like... I think he may have been expecting to screw over Superman eventually in his own way, not how he's going to be doing it now. But not, not as a villain, but taking over for Superman. He wants to replace him, not... Um, what it Share used to be throne. is not just kill him and then rule the world for his own nefarious reasons. No, he wants to be the Earth's protector without Superman. He wants to be the one that everyone looks up to. Um, not going to lie. Out of all the issues we read today, it's my least favorite one. Really? Superman. I, it's a little different take on how to write a Superman story. My, my problem actually would be is that I read Breaking Point, uh, which was 31 and 32 back to back, which holy shit were amazing. So good. And then I got to this and it was a step back for me. I was like, oh, this is it's good. 
but it's not what I was looking forward to. That's what I think is like when you have those guest teams come in, if you don't have a good transition into the next thing, it can really suffer. The book can suffer as a whole. Um, I mean, for me, you know, one of the biggest, if you're a big Superman fan, which I know you guys are, um, but one of the big, I didn't know you're not a big Superman fan. That is what's just you. Like, yeah, like, I know he's not. But in, in all honesty, right. I mean, this is one of those books I get one I like for the show and two, I, li- I like his character. Right. I'm, what I'm about to say is like not to offend you. I just mean like one of the biggest things, if you're thinking of Superman and like your fandom of him, one of the big contesters is Superman's relationship with Lex Luthor. And so that's why getting into this, it took me no time to like get excited about this. Seen story. It's an old story. Nothing new. No, you know, it's you not know the an old one story. That it's playing on the old story was the team up. That for the first three pages and twelve panels. That's the of, whole point of this issue, that, really, because that it bugged me. It kind of threw me out. I was like, and I get that he's not a bad guy, but the Superman previous, I thought was always like, you know, I don't, I don't trust you. I mean, in the Rebirth title, I thought he's still like, I don't know if I can really trust this guy. I get I need to team up with them to right. save these people, but they're still like, hey, Dylan, you son of a bitch, we're best friends. I was like, no, that doesn't sound. It right. wasn't really like that. It's more like Superman was training him. He's training him, like you know, when Lex is taking it a little too far, he's like, Lex, like, calm down, like you can do this a different way. Why would he train him though if he doesn't trust him? He's he's being with him to see if he can trust him. I just haven't. I thought they showed up at the same time. They did show up at the same time. Okay, but now they work Lex together show up first. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, they do show up and like he's not necessarily trying to partner up with him, but he's taking this opportunity. He's like, I'm going to see if I can trust him. It's just like when um, Superman, before he merged with New 52 Superman, whatever, um, became part of the Justice League. And Batman was like, you know, we have to have this guy help us, but we don't have to trust him right now until we get to know him better. But then the whole Superman, Mr. Mixoplitic thing happened and. Everything's back to normal, but all right. I find a lot of Superman stories are better when they're simpler. Yeah, it could be way, way more simple. It just seemed like from to get from A to B in this story, they took a long, like the beginning thing. Felt like I know I was in here, but just like I, I don't know. I really don't like the beginning thing either. Not for some reason you didn't, but I didn't. I just thought it was unnecessary. Um, You're unnecessary. What do you mean it's unnecessary? That's the driving. I get that, I get that it was issue. supposed to show you that hey, Lex Luthor's still here. But don't you guys get had... enough of that in action comics? Isn't that the whole thing? No, no. They did in the first arc. Lex has barely been in it. Yeah, he was in that. He was he's in, in the uh, War of Superman or whatever. What was right. it? Like he was in the first arc. I read that one. He's in the first yeah. arc, and then he was in that another was like twenty issues ago. Ooh, done. I got oh, it. Please. They don't like each other. No, that's not but how that works. This is after the merge. Anyways, that I, well, that was fine, but I really didn't care for it. The Superman family part was the best part. The fight in the park made me laugh. Yeah, um, when he these race on, he's like, uh, and they both open it. That was uh, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. The only thing that I know I'm being nitpicky. They're in a fucking park. Depending on how late that park was, people are still there. All of a sudden, they just saw these fucking robots come out of nowhere to talk to the Kents. I'm sure they ran away once they saw robots. Holy shit! (laughs) I'm Superman. Am I going to save people? And maybe the thing is they slow it down so you can watch them, you know, take their clothes off. So they're already... And no one knows that it's Clark Kent anyway, even when his hair's moved. Stupid. Uh, Then as soon as they got captured and the mother boxes took him away, uh, kind of zoomed out. (laughs) Really? Oh. It's not that much left of it, but... 
the the only thing that I questioned, and I again, too much thinking going on. What's the air like in Apocalypse? Because <laughs> Lois is dead. <laughs> they can. They're fine. What do you mean they're fine? Well, I thought she was going to make mention, which I was kind of shocked they didn't. Is that maybe something happened with her molecules from wearing the uh, Apocalypse bat suit? Yeah. But they didn't even mention it, which I thought was Here's odd. what I mean about that beginning part being unnecessary. I feel like it should have been more to set it up. This feels like they're like, we're going to get to Apocalypse like today, like this issue. Where I feel like it could have been the whole thing and we could have ended with those robots showing up and then that could have been the last scene. And then just do the next thing. You know, I agree. Uh, that I would, rushed, that would read as a better issue. That's I, what that's I don't what I like. like. Like I said, you know, I, the breaking point, two issues were great. But like to do that in the middle of a run, because now, yeah, you feel disoriented and now you're like, hey, let's go. Can we say that out of all the Rebirth books, this one probably has like the worst schedule in terms of like who's on the book? Yeah. Like why aren't they like, is any other book not have the same writer throughout the whole thing? These guys think the writers are taking, that's true, but they break it up into arcs. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like, it's not like uh, James Robinson is on it now forever Mm -hmm. or until they, until he does his thing. Right. Uh, Tom King's on Batman forever. Even when there's like single issues, Tom King's still doing it. For Superman, for some reason, the uh, the last arc wasn't even written by these by Peter right. J. Tomasi and uh, Patrick Gleason. Like they started are, to do that in Action Comics too. It wasn't Dan Jurgens. Oh, really? It was Rob okay. Williams who wrote. What's a up with issues. that? Like Green Lanterns is always Sam Humphries until now right. it's Tim Seeley, and Tim, like Tim Seeley was Nightwing throughout the whole thing. I don't understand like why this one is like. Yeah, that that it, it's just kind of annoying to be honest. Hmm. So like I, I saw that. like I saw an ad for the Superman sitting on the throne too, and I'm just like, yeah, I wanted that cover. That cover looks sweet, but I'm like, where's that coming from? This, yeah. I, but I do think you're right. Like we get that arc, and then we get this again, and then we get something where like issue seven, they're in a carnival, and then we get a random issue where he's fighting Frankenstein, and it's just like this book does seem like it's mostly good, but in most while they're like, uh, we don't got time for someone else is going to do an issue real quick about some random thing. And yeah, like, oh, okay, very disjointed. Yeah. I give it an eight, though. Yeah, it was. It was, um, it was uh, I actually yeah, read. Give it a seven. I yeah, read so this. I'm gonna give it a seven after reading Mister Miracle number two. So, like, Apocalypse was on the brain. Did you not read three yet? I haven't read three yet. Okay. Nope. Okay. Two, I thought was great. Because I'm gonna reread one through three <clears throat> just to, yeah, stay. It's a good idea. Solid. Which one you can't reread though? Alex probably could. Department H number nineteen, written by uh, Matt Kent. Uh, with art by Matt Kent and colors by Charlene Kent. Do you say I can't reread a book? <laughs> no, I just meant like <laughs> I said you can. Did I say you can't. Yeah, you said oh, I Alex can't can. reread this book. Like thought, Alex would reread this one day. If I like. Dude, like, I say what? Nineteen issues. Sure. This issue. Saw. I loved. This is one of my favorite issues. I really like this issue. This is amazing. The light. The light spotlight is on Bob. Hold. I loved what his past job was. His uh, backstory was really great. I would love that they saved it to this point. Point. So that way you don't know the whole time, like how much of a uh, killer he is. How well trained he I is. I feel like to if he would you drop this information, issue one, issue one, two, three, four, five, I would have been like he killed him. Yeah, I still am going. He could have. He has the power to have done it. I don't think he did it. I think he has the motive. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really have the motive. No, so. he doesn't have the motive for it, but he's got the technique. He's hey. got the skill and he's got the power of love. I got a surprise. I I did some. Uh, Thinking, I know. Surprise! When you count how many water bubbles there are, there's 19 water fill-ins. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Oh God! Go ahead. What? You kill me. Keep talking. Do you, do you guys already know it's only 24 issues? Yeah, it says in the back. No, this is uh, 
new information. Yeah, we do. Oh, I didn't read the back. I just did. Oh, and the letter pages. Like, it's like, literally the first paragraph. Yeah, it's like there's 24 issues. There's only six more left to go. It's literally no, it's only the first five line. more. No six. How? 20, 21, 22, 23, oh, it's gonna 24. Be, it's going to be 24 issues. Oh, he says six in the back. Well, Pretty sure. This was the first of the last arc. Oh, I think he says this is one of... Yeah, let's see here. One of uh, six. I finished writing Department H this week. I was invited to be an artist in residence in Vienna this uh, month. The issue for... The art for issue 18 has been done before we left the States. We didn't want to lug a scanner behind us or along with us. So when I was in Vienna, I wrote the scripts for issues 19 through 24, which incidentally are the last six issues. Is this 19? Yep. Oh, okay. So he wrote this. He's talking about right now. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it. speaking of the numbering, kind of sad. Like, I know we only have five issues well, we left knew, now. We knew from yeah. day one, we were like, there's no way this thing is ongoing, ongoing. Right. Like forever. There That's was true. an end. We were expected six issues. And then they were like, oh, no, there's more. He never said it was ever 24. I mean, right. obviously, you can tell, like you said, you came up with that. Oh, no. Everyone else over apparently already knew, so it didn't matter. <laughs> he would talk about that. He goes, everybody knew about it already. Be 24 issues? He goes, it's not really that much. One, I don't sound that stupid. <laughs> weed. Uh, but me and Marvin looked at each other like, we know exactly what. Yeah, but did you find out re- actually reading the book, or did you have to read the spoilers at the end when he tells you? But what if the water was going to climb down after he got to the top? I already count because well, I counted. Oh, there's only could have been 48 issues. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> Waiting for this thing to dry out. Oh, we thought it was going to be six, and then we were like, I hey, maybe it's 12. And then somewhere around like 14, 15, we're like, oh, maybe this thing's ongoing, ongoing. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, it didn't enter into my head that maybe it's 24. You know, I, like I right. never expected it to be like that. Uh, I thought maybe 30, uh, 40, 50, like around that range. I think he even said 50 at one point. You know, like, we could, this thing could probably go 50. They go on the surface. And, but a nice, I like that it's going to be just them, that this story yeah. is going to be about them. Dumb question for Has this book ever taken a break? Has it always? Uh, there was I once so, between yeah. okay. like a month, But only was a month, month. two months. Okay. Because yeah. I don't remember there being much of a break. They just skipped a month, this. I think. Okay. So let's get into the story here. Let's um, basically. What? What the fuck is going on? I, I didn't know. say anything or do anything. Um, I'm still so, mad at you guys. You know, for a lot of time in the show, I just stared at him and he thinks like I'm I know, doing a mise or like, something. Fuck. So they get to the next substation. Yeah. Um, Subway. Sure. Subway. Why not? I'm in. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and we get Bob's story, like you guys were saying. Um, what else do we find out? So they had lost power at the bottom of the sea. And oh yeah, who's, and who's, control, who's controlling the robots? A- Elaine or Alan or Alan? Okay, so Alan's controlling three robots to help charge their sub so they can get to the next station. Right. And they show in the beginning of the book and the cover page telling you how to decompress. How you decompress? You can't just go from the bottom and raise all the way up. You're you need to let the gases up. balance out. Now, how many substations are left? Did they say five? Five. Oh, because there's five issues left. Yeah. Blow my mind. Boom. Detective. <laughs> <laughs> she still really doesn't trust any of them. But it no. seems like she really doesn't have a, but any she got, idea who it is still. But she got back on track on not, like she didn't, I mean, she, maybe she didn't trust people in the last couple of issues. But this one, they actually got back into the, I'm still trying to figure out who killed dad. Yeah. And so it was a nice, uh, you know. I st- I like, Sorry, when I talk about like my dad, I just say dad. I know. And so I don't actually, uh, <clears throat> that's like the one bad thing about my English. <laughs> I do like that about the end. The Shut last, up, Marvin. The last panel. Jeez, can't talk. <coughs> the last panel. I was going to say, um, what's wrong with your voice today? It's like really deep. <laughs> After that, that He's pepper puberty you, again. That pepper yeah, fucked you up. It did a little bit. But um, the last panel is like the captain saying, oh, I just don't give a fuck. 
or like, I don't care. Like I don't trust any of you anyways. And like Mia is just like, Oh, you fucking idiots. Cause she's like, I don't, tr- that's the, like, we don't trust any, anybody. No, that's her saying that. I know she says about, look what he says right before it. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, and she's talking about Aaron. Yeah. Or he is. He's right. like, I never did trust him. I never trust him. And she's like, oh, I don't trust. Oh, you. Is she's that like, you? Uh, no, it's uh, Ray, Rush. Rush. Oh, Rush. Yeah, her, her brother. brother. She's like, I don't tell them, but I don't trust any of them either. Mm. Um, which is weird like to say about, she doesn't even trust her own brother that her brother didn't kill her dad. Yeah. Uh, all the evidence is gone. She talks about it here. All the evidence is at the bottom of the sea. Her dad's at the bottom of the sea. There's nothing left except reading these people and trying to find out what they know. And uh, we have five issues. Yeah. It's getting, I mean, it's been it, exciting. It kind of, we talked about the last few issues where them trying to survive. And now that they're okay in this station, they're going to go station to station to station. I think we're back to being, let's figure out this mystery. Like what's been going on and um, who did it? There's been, hey, he says in the back that um, he says that he likes to do an outline from issue one to his end point. Uh, he doesn't really write the scripts for it, but he like doesn't outline what happens here, here, and here. That way, he can call back to them, like uh, like put clues in it, so that way it makes sense, and that way you're not looking issue one, be like, wait, you said this thing, and now this makes sense. Uh, so he's been, and he said each issue has something that you could figure this out. We're almost done. I haven't no figured it out yet. Just like well, her. the two clues they show on the back, one of them's a test tube, and that's what I saw. Yeah, I saw uh, the cure test tube. That was cure. in like issue two or three. Because I was, that's when I was starting to theorize. Like, I bet there's clues in every issue. And then he said it in his letters column. Uh, then we get next issue, November twenty second. Look at this picture; it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be him. What's his name? Q. Q. That's right. I really like that book a lot. Like I, some people think Matt Kenton's hit or miss, uh, but it's really good. It's not. We talk about it all the time. It's not like a book you're going to be like read one issue, one arc, and be like. Wow, this thing is action-packed. It keeps, like, going. It really is. And uh, I don't know any way to describe it, but in the sense of, like, a slow burn, this really is, like... Oh, to me, this is the bonfire at night where you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit and relax and enjoy this because it's a good read overall. Shut up. You guys are giving me all these <laughs> stupid faces tonight. Thing. The uh, color... You, <laughs> you, know, well, the, you don't have to say anything. It's your dumb faces. There's something it. relaxing about the watercolors, but also it can turn in a one second... And like be in the darkness and stuff like that, where it's also kind of terrifying. At least for me, dude. I, every time that squ- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. Uh, Marvin's talking about a slow burn. I'm, I mean, it's like sitting at a bonfire. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that while he was talking, and thought, no, I'll let him finish this thing. What well, I understand to me is like you're sitting there. Um, people tell stories over bonfires, and it's kind of like those kind of stories where it's like. A long term, sure. <laughs> like a folktale, right? <laughs> I was just thinking, you let those logs burn for a while. It's kind of yeah, slow. Right. You meant literally <laughs> stirring it to a fire. Pretty much. And then like, your mind goes. <laughs> <"Whoa."> <laughs> All right. Uh, nine. I give it a nine. Uh, yeah, nine. It's one of the stronger issues for me. Yeah, I really absolutely. Like this is probably actually one of my favorite ones. Sherlock, Frankenstein, and the Legion of Evil. This is the spinoff of a Black Hammer. Uh, Black Hammer done. I guess coming back soon with the sequel series, but I ask you guys something. Yeah. Do you think where 13 ended that that's justifiably a good end point for a volume? I could see it. I if mean, the title is called black hammer. I so didn't when she ex- gets yeah. the power of black hammer. Yeah. Why not be that? It makes sense, but I didn't expect it. Yeah. 
Uh, Jeff Lemire colors art by Dave Rubin. This is, uh, like you said, Black Hammer's daughter. Uh, yeah. goes from the point when he, she finds out that uh, who her dad was and going to trying to find them. Um, well, that issue that we go to the past, I think it was issue 10 or 11 oh. of normal Black Hammer. Who knew that was like a backdoor pilot to this bad boy? Like it was 11 or 12. Yeah, because that's literally the prequel to this. Um, that, well, this is 13. The Sorry, this is 13. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that that issue takes place literally right feel before stupid. this. Like she walks out of the hammer cave. Yeah. Is it the hammer cave? The Hall of Hammer. Hall of Hammer. And then she's the like going to find Sherlock, uh, which is really cool. That'd be good. I love David Rubin's art, though. I was going to say the art's really strong in this. Yeah. A lot of panel, especially when she goes into the asylum. Yeah. Uh, really great. Really good stuff. Uh, I I do like Dean's stuff. but I had a hard time reading that panel, that whole page of yeah. where they're going. There's arrows. Was there arrows? The whole time. No way. Yes, there is. I, I felt like I was in an asylum. I was so confused in what I was doing. There's no arrows. Yes, there is. Look down there by the end, bottom of the staircase. Oh, yeah, there is. Look down by their feet. Yeah, there's yeah, arrows. But they're not pointing to the next panel. They're pointing to the direction of flow. <laughs> I got confused. It's uh, pointing up. Are you going to read this way? But any you either way, I mean, down, either way I, I know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I, I didn't have any issues reading it, but I know what he means. Yeah. It's not left or right. Sometimes veterans can't read that. It was that a circle. Um, I really like the story, too, a lot. Yeah. It really, like, I thought this was going to be, she's going to find... Uh, Frankenstein, Sherlock Frankenstein, the first issue, and it was gonna be a lot of her trying to get him to uh, talk to her and find out more information. But then we realized at the end, at least if you're gonna believe what the guy said, that he might have went with them because he obviously was running towards anti god and Black Hammer before they went off. And he said he's after it went off, he didn't see him anymore. You know what? I, my theory is is Sherlock Frankenstein caused them to go into the zone. You think so? Yeah, because he's heading towards them, and then next thing you know, makes poof, poof goes the heroes. Could be that. I don't, like that amped it for me. I it was like, be. he's manipulative. He's like, like super scientific. So like, why couldn't he be the one that sent them to this dimension? But wasn't he good at the end? Him and uh, Gail were together. Yeah, he was. Um, well, so like maybe he was trying to, Maybe he was trying to send anti god away but he accidentally sent them away but there was a period of time in the middle too where he acted good but then it was just behind the scenes like pulling strings that's true so it i we need more information i, I like it a lot i like the oh jeff lemire is so good about making empathetic characters there's a scene where she talks to that uh bad guy who's a robot who's actually just a kid but that scene was like i was like man this he never wanted to be this robot, uh, Dr. Frankenstein, stole some kid's uh, soul, basically, that he's a ghost, and put him in this machine. And the kid just lashes out because he's a kid and he's scared. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't want to be a bad guy, but, like, he... How do you not be a bad guy when you're a giant robot? Yeah, and, and when the only person you know when you come back and you're scared of Sherlock Frankenstein, he tells you how to do something. And then you realize, oh, no, this is a bad thing to do. And he hates him now. And then at the end, when he's like, can you just tell them that I was nice? I just want them to put the TV back on. Like, I know. I felt so bad. Yeah, yep, I and felt I felt so, so bad. And then yeah. right away, the, the cop was like, they're, don't, uh, they're scum. They're scum. Don't talk to them. And I was just like, this guy is just a fucking kid. Right. Like he's stuck in, like he's literally stuck in a prison uh, for no choice that he made. Against his own will. Yeah. yeah. 
God, it was so good. I was like, this was this was a ten for me. Yeah, I was really strong. I'm gonna give it a nine. I'd stick with nine, um, just because. Um, no, I wanted. You're right. I wanted more Sherlock in it. I mean, I know there was a lot of backstory, but I really was hoping that he'd actually be in this issue, especially that's only four issues. I guess I see it as it's. I mean, he probably will be in once she finds him. I'm guessing at the end of two, she finds him. Right. And then he helps put things together and gets her to right the realm. You're but, right. I can't think of any. I mean. You just mentioned a couple issues ago that for me, 10 is not perfect. It's just that like I really enjoyed it and wouldn't change anything. So that's why I call it 10. And it's really nothing in here I would change. I, yeah, right. Like I expected Sherlock to be in here, but it actually was a surprise for me and actually refreshing that it's not all going to be about him right. and her dealing with each other. We get other stuff too. Yeah. Dude, that you're right. you know what that kid just makes me sad. It does, but he's like, can when he you, goes, can you he just wants to watch nice now? So he's, I can have the now, TV? He's, now he's like, okay, I'm going to be stuck in here, but he wants to watch TV now. And, that's uh, too bad it's like why can't they and hopefully i don't know this is me just being hopeful it'd be nice if they could pull out that soul and at least put it in a different body a smaller body God. astro boy stuck in there forever he's literally not alive there's no way he's ever getting out well how'd they get and now he can't watch tv take a vacuum and <laughs> shove him in something else because they all think that all those guys are scum they don't listen right. to well on. to be fair the way uh grim dick or whatever his name was <laughs> it's like count of monte cristo <laughs> He seemed like he was a pretty bad guy. Yeah, that guy who wore was. Britney Spears ripped up shirt as a bad guy. You know who else was a bad guy? <clears throat> Killer Be Killed number thirteen, written by Ed Brubaker, art by Sean Phillips, and art or not art colors by Elizabeth Brightweiser. Dylan is trying to figure out. He knew he knows for sure the demon is not real, but he's trying to figure out why he, he saw him. A, and then also like he doesn't remember ever seen him in his life so he's trying to figure out what's going on goes back to his mom house mom's house starts obsessing over this demon he does mom house almost unhealthy un healthy. health it's me unhealthy goes back to his mom's house and learns that he has a brother he near near knew about half brother right half brother yep uh that committed suicide when he was uh young so and his dad didn't talk about him his dad also committed suicide and he's tried twice Dylan has. So, but he's like, and you're, he's like, yeah, you knew. We talked about him when you were younger until his dad passed away. And then she never could really talk about it anymore. But um, he, she also doesn't know a whole lot because yeah. the first son was from That's what she dad's married. first yeah. marriage. Yeah. She never felt the need to uh, bring it up. Um, so you get this. So, like, he's already like dealing with, I can't remember ever seeing this demon in the pictures. And then now he learns that he had a half brother. That uh, they told him about, but he doesn't. He goes, I don't remember any of this. So now he's trying to figure out like how mentally ill he is. Um, <laughs> but then he like he uses that in an unhealthy way, I think, and channels it towards anger for his dad. Like he he starts thinking about his dad a lot, about how he's had a shitty life. His half, uh, his son killed himself, and then he tried to make his dreams happen, his art dreams. And that got fucked up by the mob and stuff like that, which leads us to how this whole series started. We always thought that he was going to kill his Russian uh, mob people because, you know, the demon told me he has to kill people and he finally decided to like go after them. But now we're at a point where now he knows that's fake, A. And now he's not killing people because he's trying to save people. Now he's killing them because he's angry. Yeah. And uh, it's very different dynamic, dynamic than we thought it was going to be. Well, a little bit is that they keep coming after him now. 
because even the bad guys go, well, that hero's somewhere around here. I think he was content. This is a long time since that happened, where he basically was like, okay, I think I'm there. Uh, they think I'm gone now. And so, how long has it been? He talks about it. He lay low for a while. He went to his mom's and. I don't know how long it's been. They don't say. Well, I know they don't. I, Over the summer, she said. She'll take three yeah. months. Oh, I thought that had already. Okay. I thought that was previous issues ago. He's still planning to kill them all. I mean, he knew that going in, but now he has the hellfire of. Because he was know. at that Halloween party. But I, I think thought. before it was more he was being strategic about it, being like, yeah. I got to figure out who I got to kill to stop this. And now he's like, I'm just going to kill them all. Kill them all. That's fucked Punisher well. style. Um, uh, I do like how. What's the girlfriend's name again? Kira. Kira. Like I like Kira their dynamic she- in this issue. Um, like he plays, he plays a hero. He's he's trying to protect his girlfriend. Um, he's trying to you know figure out his demons. Eh? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but you know what I think is also funny. Oh God! How would I also think is funny is that he, um, you know, we thought the demon was real. I mean, in his mind, at least. You, know, yeah. you always assumed it was fake, and we all did too. But now it's almost like he's making the demon real because of how much he's obsessing over it and how much like it's in the background. Like it, obviously, the demon's probably not real, but his psychosis, like his th- thinking process, is making something. He's like, I, he keeps saying, "I know the demon's not real," but then he keeps obsessing yeah. over that. Hey, it's real, basically, to him. If nothing else, that helps justify what he's doing, right? Because even he mentions, he goes, I killed two people in a, week, or in a month. Demon would be happy with that. Right. Even, uh, I don't know what we were trying to, he's trying to tell us on this. We can infer a couple of things, but the person who was trying to sacrifice that lady in that uh, full page splash page and the demon's right behind him kind of looks like his dad. So maybe he used himself as a reference for that person. So that he sees that before they walk in and tell him about his half-brother. That maybe that he is either his dad saying like that demon's me, like I like I'm dealing with this demon on my back, or that like the manifestation of the demon is like the mob behind him, like that's like always behind him. He has to worry about it. So we'll see like where that comes out of it. But I think there's a nice. It's this book is not about one thing, and that's what I like about this book. Like when I read it, I'm never like like this whole issue. Uh, it could have been all about him killing the mob people, but he even says, he goes, can it be all action? Like, let's go back and figure out why. Like, what's the why? And I think that's what this book does a good job about, especially at the beginning. Like, I was giving him motive to do stuff rather than just having him do stuff. Uh, Ed, did you read the letter pages, right? Oh, yeah. It was so good this time around. One of the best ones is Kill Regild. Um, Ed talks about how he went back and watched Sopranos, right? Yeah, it makes me want to watch it. I've never seen Sopranos it. Sopranos really good. Um, and people, they that's one thing that I, that I always loved about the series, and I'm glad that he thinks the same thing. And I think actually what's good about his writing, especially in this series, is that people talk like real people. Like people, like they're not, it's not just a mob show where they talk about mob things. There's a lot of episodes where it's just about human things, about him being a dad, him being about a husband, him dealing with being afraid. Uh, and going to a therapist and talking about it and like being afraid to talk to a therapist, stuff like that. And then in this uh, series also, you get Dylan worrying about the demon thing, but also worried about his mental health, uh, worried about, uh, not really in this issue, but Kira, like like getting together Kira. And 
so like there's a lot of things going on, but also like small moments when he's when he he gets there and his mom's like, "No worries, I take the taxi." Where's the taxi? No, takes the bus to the grocery store. Yeah, you you can keep the car. Like all those little moments like that. And then you guys want ice cream? No, I'm okay. I'll have ice cream. Good. It's not gonna make me feel guilty by having ice cream by myself. Like little moments like that. It's just like it fills up this thing to make it feel more real, rather than just like all the action, all like the plot, like a plot and like. You know, there's a lot of stuff in here where it's just like, yeah, that's real people having real, like getting us like gives them ice cream right. and uh, or just like being like rather than just being uh, well, he says in here, what what was it? It wasn't, it wasn't Sopranos or something else. Uh, He's noticed a lot on TV and I bring it up all the time in this show. Once again, gr- glad that this is probably why he's one of my favorite writers. Uh, he talks about if he goes, if you watch TV, like 90% of the time, people aren't talking. People are just giving up plot. People are just like being like, Hey, or they'll be like, Oh yeah. Don't you remember my brother from whatever? And like, I was like, the person knows that his brother is not how people talk. I talk, I think we said all the time show, that's not mm-hmm. how people talk. Why you right. quit saying plot through your mouth? Uh, there's different ways to show it. Like, uh, and that's in this too. Like instead of him being like, um, we're going to go to my mom's house and like, uh, or like him saying, I got to go to my mom's house and figure out what's going on. Instead in dialogue, he's like, Hey, I got to bring my mom's car back to Winchester. You want to come with me? Boom. Now we know he's going somewhere that he's taking care of with him. Like it explains so much yep. just through the natural thing that somebody would tell somebody or, um, him. Also, I went like Sean Phelps and Elizabeth Brewer. Amazing. Kill it. But not like in, in very subtle ways that I really noticed in this issue. And, I have to go back and check even with, and I would call it acting, but I'm not it, like the way the facial expressions are in, in like this series. A uh, lot of great acting. There's like great acting is not me saying dialogue and then you saying dialogue and going back and forth. It's me saying dialogue, you reacting to it in your face and naturally like the reaction from it and then responding to it, not just saying your next line. And in this book, there's a lot of, a lot of that good stuff, especially when he's on the subway and they're talking and you can see him go like this and like kind of contemplating it and like talking. And it makes it feel more real rather than him just like next page, him just sitting there talking. And I think in a lot of comics that are so worried about like, uh, okay, cut to her, cut to him, cut to him, that they don't worry about like, um, like there's a part where he's like, oh, like kind of fidgeting. There's like a great actual, natural. Yeah, yeah. There's a great scene here. Uh, if you read uh, Kill Be Kill, look at that page. That. Dylan is kind of walking behind because he's so lost in the side of his half brother. He just like he's so in shock about like I got a brother. I knew never had a brother. And Kira is kind of walking ahead of him, looking back at him, being like, "Is he okay?" Like, and she's like, he's kind of like, uh, kind of like stumbling forward a little bit, and she's more short footed than him, and just being like, in a, a way that taking care of him, she knows like he really is. He already already is mentally ill. Uh, she knows that. He knows she knows that he's on medication. I got to watch out and make sure that he's going to be okay. And we get that later in dialogue, which is like, you're okay. You go home by yourself. It's a lot to put on you, but you also could see it just by her looking at him being like, she's worried about him. Yeah. And just, just in this panel. And it's like, not a lot of comics that can look at somebody and be like, Oh, I know how they feel. And even like moments, like we get to this last, um, panel where like, he's fucking angry. Like he's so mad. I've never seen his face like that in this whole yeah. series. Like that's the most angry he's been in this whole thing. I like that this issue has gone full circle. Like the yeah. first from the first scene in the first issue, we've gotten to it. We understand why now. And I love the fact that he's like, you don't know what's coming next. Yeah, now which is like, like blowing it's exciting my because mind. Because we always knew we were going to come to this point. Yeah. 
And we knew like Dylan couldn't die because he's got to get to this point. He's still going to be doing this thing at this point. But now, like, yeah, you're right. Going forward to what Ed said, you don't know. Yeah. What could happen? Ten. Yeah, this is ten on this bad God, boy. So well, this was a nine. I, I really, really like this issue. A lot. There really wasn't anything that was like, oh my gosh, so good. And I was like, oh okay. What full circle? <laughs> no. I like those little moments too. Like I just yeah, but little moments are great, and I just. I like getting inside Dylan's head, like the psychosis about it all. It's just, it's fun. It really is also just like a tell about like if you erase all the him being uh, vigilante and um, all that demon stuff. It really just is a book about like how to deal with mental illness. Like right. at the end of the day, he's like people think about it being like, oh, either a people are afraid of people who are mentally ill, like thinking like, oh no, that guy's crazy. Or they really worry for them, be like, oh, they can't take care of themselves. But then you get it from like his standpoint being like he knows he's sick and he's trying to figure out how sick he is, but he can't trust himself. So he has to go find evidence and being like, it's so like also scary being like he knows that like he's not well, but he can't figure out how unwell he is and like what is real and what's his own mind. And it really is brings like this kind of dynamic in this book be like yeah there's action he's fighting these bad guys but also like we don't know like we see the book from his standpoint we don't know if he is telling things 100% correctly because he doesn't remember his half brother he doesn't remember uh, these demons before who's to say that stuff he hasn't told us is not even real like he's so unwell we can't who's to say what he's finding is real yeah or what he's seeing we don't know he's been hallucinating a demon he could have been hallucinating other stuff in this book so it also brings that dynamic of being like yeah, we're hearing from his standpoint, but he's unreliable. I'm not. I'm sure what's going on. Right. I really love this book a lot. Hey, yeah. he's working on a series. Uh, Ed Brubaker, he said. Yeah. With the director of Driver. So it's going pretty slow, but that's okay as long as they work out. Uh, I'm excited. He worked. He watched West uh, Westworld. I did not watch it. Yet. I thought it was a little self-serving. I do like Ed a lot, but he's like, like great shows. Like, and he names a couple of shows when he's talking about Sopranos, and he goes Westworld is like, dude, you you write you write on Westworld. Like, ah. you can't really be like. Westworld's a good show when you write. <laughs> right. A little biased. A little <laughs> biased. I mean, to be fair, he only wrote a few episodes. Not the whole thing, but. I should watch good. it, but I just never got into it. Uh, his episode's really good that he raced by himself. Yeah. Nice. So maybe it's, maybe it's okay. Toots his own horn. You should watch that show. It's sci-fi, but it's not space, so you're good. Robots. You know, the weird thing, um, I did watch, Androids. I've watched uh, Firefly, and I like that show. Ooh. Space Cowboys. Space, 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 space. That's funny, though. And it has your favorite person in it. Isn't funny, of course. Uh, um, last book up. of the night, we got Mighty Thor 700, The Death of the Mighty Thor. And I'm going to read this a little bit really quick. A 50-page Asgardian epic as chronicled, chronicled by Jason Aaron, Russell Dodderman, Walter Simonson, Daniel Acuna, James Heron, Becky Clunan, Das Pastoras, Chris Burnham, Andrew McLean, Jill Thompson, Mike Del Mundo, Oliver Corpio, Matthew Wilson, Dave Stewart, and Ive Sforzina. I'm impressed. <clears throat> That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I gave it to him. Um, uh, I couldn't have done that. So I told Marvin and Alex before reading this, like, this is my chopping block issue. If this issue sucked, I was gone. I would leave Molnar in the freaking sand and say adios. I read this. Yeah. You know when the destroyer in Thor 1 like beats him up and then Thor lifts his hand out of the air and grabs yeah. the hammer and then freaking Thor's up? That's what I felt after reading this. I was like, I am recharged. I got some lightning coming through me, some thunder rattling, and I'm ready for some more Thor. Like this issue, 
I mean, art was great. I love when I turned the first page and Walter Simonson's art is sitting right there. It's a shame there was only one page, but I'll take it where I can get it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was very heavy about Odinson, which was nice. I mean, we always, I mean, Jane has been Thor, so she is Thor. So we got a lot you of You thought it was Odinson heavy? I really didn't think so. I'm not saying heavy is it a bad thing. I like that. He was he was a ni- he was nice to see in it a lot. Yeah. Um, Equal. But it had a lot. It had a lot of Thors. It did. Yeah. All the Thors. One part I didn't like. Frog not Thor. All the Thors. Frog was, Thor. I didn't like. Oh really? I oh, like Thor. I like Thor. I like Thor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is Beta real? Bill Beta Ray Bill is dead, right? From Thors. I don't think that's canon. Okay. But I didn't know because he's on the cover, and I didn't know if he's actually dead or not. Cover's fake. No way he's dead. Uh, My favorite part of this, uh, I wasn't really, I mean, I thought it was good, but I really wasn't like blown blown away by that. Uh, A little too long, I thought. Mm. Yeah, but at least for $5.99, I mean, yes, it was like Civil War 2 where they showed you all the things coming up, but at least it cohesively made sense. At least it wasn't any reprints. Right. You were worried about that. About the reprints or side stories and not the main story. It was actually just all the main story, I thought. Or at least like they're all goings on. Touching on things that have happened before or things that are going to be happening and stuff like that. So that was actually really refreshing. And I was like, oh, okay, good. You're going to actually use the pages of new content that are actually going to, I hate saying it, but actually mean something going forward. But, um, my favorite part was Galactus versus uh, Ego. Ego. Best part, I thought. That was pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, throws back to the God of Thunder uh, run. I mean, yeah, he's using uh, Gore's sword, yeah. which I didn't know Gore had a sword. Yeah, I don't remember Gore yeah. having the sword. Really? You know, that's one of those books that I, I want to go back and read. That first, like, one through whatever it was. Like, what, 10, was it Gore? 15? I think it was Gore. Yeah, he says he has Gore as the God Butchers because yeah. he becomes uh, Galactus the World Butcher. Uh, old Man Thor. Oh, no, you're right. He threw it into space and then right. when he beat Galactus, he threw him up there. Um, the Jane Thor stuff. Uh, Jane. Uh, yeah, Jane Thor stuff I really liked a lot. It was Donnerman art. I like Donnerman a lot. Um, the part where Volsag gets his hammer back. And meets uh, Matic. What was his name? Right? As a Magnog. Magnog. Mangog. The uh, billions and millions of people's hate together. Uh, he's been around for a while. I don't know who that character is. He's been around for a long time. Oh, really? He was in the a recent arc, wasn't he? I don't remember. Oh, who yeah. Was. I was like, oh, he's back. I know they talked about him or referenced him that he was coming, but I don't remember ever seeing him. And I like. That we've gone, we went to the past and we went to the future again. Like, that's what I missed about, like, the Thor book is, like... Thunder. Yeah, getting some past Thor, some current Thor, some future Thor. Um, And I guess that's what kind of, like, made me not like Mighty Thor as much is because, yes, I get Jane Foster as Thor and she has every right to be. But give me a little, give me a little own son. Give me at least two or three pages of him each issue. Like, I want to know what he's up to. Just because he's not Thor. Yeah. Just because he's not Thor doesn't mean he's not important. I didn't like the the Loki parts in this book at all. That was forced. Usually I like Loki. Um, I even got Journey to Mystery when it was Loki. I got my one of my favorite issues is Thor 600. Callback 100 issues ago. Uh, where they have a 
Oh, maybe it's five nine. It's around six hundred. Where it's Loki's backstory that she's really really good. It's by uh, JMS, your buddy. Grounded. Grounded. Um, his Thor is really good. Yeah. Um, so usually I like Loki. I like his backstory. I like the way he is. But in this, it just felt like well, it felt like a throwaway thing. He seems like. Like, I know that's who Loki is as a character. He's just annoying as shit. And I maybe that's what they're aiming for. But, like, I'm sick of him just, like, doing shit just because he's Loki. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm Loki. I have to do this. It's less. It almost seems like less of a strategic plan. It's just shit to do shit. Yeah. And Let me ask like, you a question. Legacy, right? It's yeah. supposed to be uh, reverting back to back to basics. How it's going to, like, how Marvel used to be and try to get you back on track. Uh, do you think it did it? This one for me, it definitely did it. Um, but more so because of Odin's son. Um, cause you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, especially with legacy, like I get the new character representing the same hero. That's totally fine. But some of us still love the characters that we were experiencing before. And I call back to like Bruce Banner, Hulk versus Amadeus Cho. I don't like Amadeus Cho. Like, I don't See, think he's the, an interesting character. The thing with that, it felt, that felt random. Yeah. See, I would this never, makes if, more sense. I've never had a problem with Jane being Thor because yeah. it made sense. I don't have a problem with her being Thor, but I still really like Odin's son. Like so I, I feel like I'm missing out on something when I don't have him in a book. There's some issues of Jane Foster Thor I like a lot that are really well written. And honestly, before we found out that it's Jane, I really enjoyed this book. Since she's been told, it's like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. But... I'm with Garrett. I miss I miss having Odinson, so it's nice just to see him even be referenced right. and talked about and shown a couple panels. You saw him a little bit ago, the unworthy Thor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like Thor in this, the dog. Yeah. Gets Thor tired from killing ass. everybody. R.I.P. Dead. Is he de- is, did he die? No, he has blood in him. I'm not sure if he's dead. Uh, I didn't know if it was his blood or if he was just so tired of killing everybody. He was uh, Loki's dog uh, in Journey into Mystery. Oh, really? Good dog. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, an eight for me. It's I would that's why I was going to put it in eight. It wasn't like, like the only thing that, that I felt that was weird is that a lot of legacy stuff f- uh, feels like they're trying to um, be like. I guess the only thing legacy I read was uh, Defenders, uh, and that wasn't. But it feels like the idea behind it is like uh, we're going back to how it used to be, but this seemed like oh here's what we've been for the last like two years. That's true. It's the same kind thing. Uh, all, but this one was like a convergence of all the storylines. Being like, here's where they all are at and here where we're going with them. Uh, a preview basically of the war of realms, the thing we've been building to. And it uh, doesn't really feel like this is like, okay, here's a new track. It just feels like, okay, uh, this is more like ramping the status quo of the, of the track we've been yeah. on. So no, Jason Aaron is done, right? This is, no. no, no, no way. Where did I read the? I just told you that he's going to be on this for the long haul. Him and Dan Slott are on their books for a long. Oh, I heard you time. say someone else. So nope. I thought I was going to say because there's at the end of this book there's um a different name for a writer. Where? Right there. Turn the page. Well, he did These the origin primers. page. Yeah, they're the. These are their primer pages. But they have an interview legacy book. Oh, I see. They're like two page origins. Yeah. Okay. It's right. Well, he talks Thompson, about it in this page. He says, he writes a little thank you uh, for seven hundred issues, even though not really. Yeah, I mean, he thanks everybody for keeping Thor alive for seven hundred. Uh, thank you. Where was it at? 
And I like to thank all of us involved or determined to make these next 700 issues just as exciting and thunderous as the last. Obviously, it doesn't mean he's going to write 700 issues, but yeah, he'll be on it for a little bit. Well, no. Tom Brevoort already confirmed that they're going to be on at least for the immediate, I mean, well, for the next. Because the only reason I ask is that it'd be weird that he sets up the next story and then doesn't tell that story. Oh, no, that's all I know. And I thought he's been on this book for five years now, whether it be God of Thunder or Mighty Thor or just Thor or Female Thor or whatever the title may be. So. Yeah, I'm, I was, I'd be worried if this book wasn't, I know it's like five ninety nine and it's extra size. You, I agree it was really long, but I don't think if it didn't have that length, that would have been impacted me. You could cut out the Can Loki stuff. Can we agree? Five ninety nine, a little too much. Four ninety nine, I would have been like, all right, I get it. Yeah, I know we got an eighty page giant for Legacy for. And it was only fifty pages. Yeah, and it's like mm. four ninety nine. It should have been. Yeah, but I mean, it's a dollar. At the end of the day, it's a dollar. But also, it's like, uh, comics aren't that uh, comics comics aren't that much anyways. But they add up, and that dollar can go towards. I can, I can tell you, <laughs> add up. Have Have Marvel comics always had paper covers for like their whole history? No, they changed it. Okay, because Legacy, I want some fucking glossy covers. Don't you remember they changed it like three years ago? Two years ago? That still they're drives trying to, me nuts. They're trying to save money? Yeah, they don't need to. They're charging an arm and a leg. No, so they're not, they're, we're not saving money from them saving money. They, added, so. they, they just improved their margin. They yeah. added ads and took away some pages and they added paper covers. Nice. Way to so go, done. Mark. What was your rating? You know, honestly, I'm going to give it a seven. That wasn't... Put that fucking thing away from my face. Gosh, I got one right here. I got another one right there. I got, I could borrow his. I don't need yours. This one's not on. No, well, I know that one's not on, but I give it a seven. There really wasn't anything. I was like, holy shit, that's so good. So that has been uh reviews this week. Mighty Thor six hundred. Oh, seven hundred. Excuse me. Whoa. And went back to the past. Superman thirty three. Batman thirty three. Frankenstein. Sherlock Frankenstein. The Legion of Evil number one. Killer Be Killed number thirteen. Uh, Department H number nineteen. Get those books. Good week. I thought it was pretty strong. And I said you didn't like it. What? You said horrible books this week. I said that every week. So (laughs) I thought it was pretty strong. Gave a lot of tens this week, but a lot of them like uh, Kill or Be Killed, Department H. And what else? I gave one more. Batman. I already gave it a nine. I think you gave that a 10. And I think you gave uh, Legion of Doom a 10. Strong. Here's the way I rank it. Here's the way I rank it. If I read an issue and I ever feel like, oh, geez, how many pages I got left or I like get zone out. Drops a little bit. None of those three issues I had felt that way. I was like, mm, well, what's the next one? Can you get the next one? Give me the next one. Where's it at? Rainbow. Comics and cards. Looking for comic books, collectibles, board games, or any sports memorabilia or sports cards. The only place you need to shop in Sioux Falls or Lincoln, Nebraska. Visit their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Rainbow Comics and Cards, or their Lincoln location at Rainbow Comics and Cards, Lincoln. Or find them online anytime at RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Play a little game called uh, Trick or Treat. Happy Halloween. Two weeks. No, by the time you listen to this, it's next week. Yep. Um, <clears throat> last year we played this game, Trick or Treat. So we're going to replay it. Uh, here's how it works. We are going to, there's a board here. Look at it on the, the video. Look at the board. Uh, there are 12 questions and uh some of them are easy some of them are hard actually also gonna have to keep track of uh the score on that so get the pen back um uh so how it works is called trick or treat this is the reason why it's called trick or treat some of them are worth two points some of them are hard and worth uh five points easy ones worth two points uh the only thing is garrett and uh 
Alex do not know which ones are hard or which are easy. That makes the trick or treat. Um, there are. Oh yeah, there's no myself. Uh, so we'll decide by uh, random. Pick a number with you, ten. Ten. Alex. <laughs> Five. Alex is closer with seven. Um, Alex will go first. You'll pick one. I'll tell you the question, read it to you, tell you if it's hard or easy. The way it worked in the past, and we're going to do this time too, uh, there is one uh, thing different in the past, but I'll tell you what's uh, the same. Alex, I'll ask you a question. If you can answer it, if it's an easy one, two points. Hard one, five points. If you don't get it uh, right, Garrett has a chance to steal for one point, no matter how hard, if it's hard or easy. So. Okay. Whereas most points at the end wins, there is, however, what do you, what do you point out? Am I choosing or am I waiting for oh, you to I finish? Thought, I, thought, I thought you were uh, no, I'm just going to explain something. I'm just showing. Uh, Alex, show them uh, I for image, M for Marvel, and then your uh, little weird DC thing for DC. You're right. D with the, what appear to be the stuff. DCs. <laughs> DCs. <laughs> Let me pull Maybe up. made a, a, a legend or a key over here for everyone who wasn't sure. I'm going to pull up the questions here. There this is, is the koi. There is. Uh, it does look like that. <laughs> there is uh, one new thing from last year. It's not the uh, same. There's one new thing. Okay. There is one thing on there that's. It's called the. Uh, there's a razor in the apple. You know, people know they've been fearing this thing forever. Who knows if it's real or not? If you pick that question and you get it wrong, uh, that question I'll tell you when you pick it. And you, you don't get, the person doesn't get the option to steal. It's just the person that answer it. If you get it wrong, your uh, point switch. Oh, oh. So do sucky. Let you do good. Answer that other question right, and I win. You're right. Thanks that for explaining make, my strategy. You're right. That doesn't make sense. Your points go to the other person. That's, That's what I thought it was. Okay, we're gonna do that. Uh, pick so one. Switching points. Yeah. If I get the razor and I get it wrong, you get all my points I just earned. So I'm going to uh, suck this whole game and then get wait for you to get that one question wrong. So uh, pick one, Alex. I got the predetermined on my sheet here. I'm going to do that image. He is going second row, third question in image. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Question number seven. It's an easy one. Two points. How many? <laughs> this was going to be easy for you. But if Gary got this, that, that might be hard. Uh, how many issues of East to West have been released? Holy shit. Before the game, didn't I say like these? That, these it doesn't matter. These type of questions. That, that, that. What's, what's the time constraints? None. Well, I, I'm not you. I'm not going to ask him to ask the question 12 times. <laughs> I need to I know it's. I know it's in, in the 30s. We didn't, have time, we didn't have time constraints last year. So. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what number. I think it's 32. Final answer, 32. Final. Final, 32. Incorrect. Do you want to guess? For a point? Yeah, why not? I got nothing to lose, right? No. Um, mark it off the thing. Oh, you did. You put your name on it. Never mind. I just marked that. It was my question. Yeah. 34. Finally. Answer. You said 32. You said 34. Incorrect. 33. Yep. Damn, I should have got one. I knew. I, it was 32 or 33. Close, 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 close. Um, I don't want me to do it if I get it wrong. Okay, so I just don't get the point. So yeah, I just leave it A. Yeah, just leave it A. I will do... Um... Right below Alex's uh, image for DC. Right there. Uh, that is question number 11. 
All right. Do you want me just to go through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? No, I got it. Okay. Garrett, here we go. DC question. Easy or hard? Easy. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> this question was for you. I'm glad you picked it. Nice. Uh, name two characters from Batman who were first introduced in the animated series first before they... The comics uh, before they came to the comics, even though they were supposed to be introduced in the comics first, uh, they're, and they're also two major characters: Renee Montoya and Mister Freeze. Oh, really? Huh? Is your final answer? Wait a sec here. Why do I feel like this is a trick question? I don't know what to tell it's you. It's supposed to be a joke question because uh, we made a you made a big stink about this last year. I know so. about Renee Montoya. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. I'll give I'll give you that you have half it right, but uh, you're saying Mr. Freeze isn't right. I thought Mr. Freeze was first on the anime, and then he nope. came in, introduced in well, 1940. Gotta, what are you, are you answering? Or are you not? No, I'm not answering. Thank you. No time constraints, Marvin. Britch. Britch. <laughs> well, I don't want to say a bitch online. <laughs> British <but>. bitch. <laughs> Britch. He thinks um, you're a tree. Wait a second. Root. Oh. Jesus, so stupid. Renee Montoya and Harley Quinn. Yep. I don't want to count shit. it because it took him 10 minutes to get it. <laughs> I was thinking two surfaces. Two points. What do you give him a point for? He doesn't have a point. Didn't he just answer this one? Yeah, it's two points. Yeah, I know. So oh. I was writing one point. Took a long time. Took a long but time. That other fucking tally is what he's trying to say. <laughs> Telling you Mr. Freeze was not originally introduced in this. Oh, I forget to put my music on. Um... Alex, pick your... Uh, Wait, I don't going to keep going because I won? No. No, it's oh. back and forth. Alex, pick your next one. You're dumb. <laughs> Image number one. Image number one. Uh, that's question number one. So you're saying I should pick an image, also I'm not going to get any images. Hey, it's the one right, I might go. actually know. Uh, Alex... Oh, well, I didn't know that one. The first before you got to it. You fucking listen. What's no, going on? No. I request that you decrease points from Alex. Uh, so the first volume of Criminal is titled what? What's it called? The first volume. Ooh, I can answer this one. I yeah, because you're looking at the fucking book behind me. I'm not. Gosh. I swear to God. Ooh, ooh. You have this, don't you? Yeah, I've got one through three. Oh, um, I think it's Coward. Coward. Final answer? Final answer. Two points. I totally would have got that one right. Oh, I said it. I didn't mention it was easy. Easy. Two points, Garrett. Image there. Number eight. Hard question, worth five points. Let me guess, it's about Saga or Black Science. That's no, about Image, straight up. Okay. You were the you were the curator of Image Bowl. Image Comics Super Bowl. Uh, whatever. Check your privilege. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully you know this. <laughs> I guarantee he's going to ask me to ask this again. So pay attention. I'm listening. I'm going to try not to ask you. Add up the number of founders of Image Comics plus the year it was founded. Some horseshit. Do some math. <laughs> Get the, the math one shouldn't be too hard. Add up the number of founders of Image Comics and the year it was founded. That's weird. I thought I saw smoke coming out of that fan. No, oh it's, it's I wouldn't surprise me. It's hot too. It's overworking itself. <laughs> Two thousand. Final answer. Two thousand. Final answer. That's incorrect. Alex, do you want to steal it from a point? No, give me a second. Nineteen ninety-four. 
1994. That's also incorrect. It is. Uh, I guess again. Wait, stop. <laughs> Can you tell me? It's not eight creators. Who is it? Seven. Seven creators. Damn so. it. So it's 1999. Yep. 1999. Close. Yeah. No See, cigar. I got the years right. I did 12 and I got the years. So was... What? What year did you think it was? I thought it was 12 creators. Oh. It's also the 25th anniversary of that's, Image Comics. Right? Well, that's what I was telling you. The match should yeah. be pretty simple for you. It's on all the covers. Eight. <laughs> Alex, pick one. Marvel. Five? Uh, yeah. Number five. Easy. Who's the third Ant-Man? <gasps> two points. Or you can seal it after he answers for a point. It's tied two to two, by the way. Two points. Two to two. Alex, he's thinking about it. Here's his music yeah. in the background. You know, the weird thing, I didn't know there was three. Yep. Uh, I think it was me. So it's not, it's not the two that I know of. Hank Pym? Yeah. Scott Lang? Yeah. Well, those are gone. I knew you probably knew those two. No, those are the two I know. It's not like you're trying to figure out them in order you just don't know the third one uh, yeah I, was, I don't i've never read anything about the third one what are you talking about yes you have no way yes i know for sure you got a book that had him in it what's his name maybe not he's uh that. It, oh fuck you he fixed that one for the mr freeze for <laughs> you my fault yeah <laughs> um i think he was in the astonishing i think he's giant man right now but i can't remember what his name is I, I think it's like Dez. But I'm going to just go with Dez, final answer. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Garrett, do you know? I know he was in the Future Foundation. Uh, that book. Yeah. Was he? Uh, yeah. Oh, He's got a mustache. And... That wasn't Scott? Uh-uh. I, don't, I didn't read that one. Hmm. By Mad Fraction? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Butt kiss. Uh, Raz. What? Raz. Eric O'Grady. Yeah. No, He's a uh, black was, ant now. Who am I thinking of? He's yeah, giant I know you're talking about. He's the he's giant one. man right now. He's isn't the fourth he? one. Okay. Well, he's giant man. Yeah, he's not Ant Man. Okay. Uh, Eric O'Grady is Black Ant now. He's a bad guy. Oh really? Yeah. That, there was a book that we read. Yeah. Well, right Captain there. America, Steve Rogers. Boom. Had it. Boom. But I didn't know he. Boom. Was, I didn't know he. Was, shut up. I'm still talking. <laughs> DC corner. DC corner. Which corner? The only okay, number nine. Yeah. Easy. What year did Superman slash Batman start? What year did Superman slash Batman start? You have all the issues, right? I know. Shit. This man loves his Batman versus Batman yeah, I collected Superman. that over time. I didn't collect it the year it came out. What oh, year did oh, issue one it's come Batman out? Batman Superman. Yeah. Batman. I misunderstood. Oh, Batman slow slash Superman. Uh, I mean, Superman Batman. Okay, thank you. The original one. Jeff Loeb. Is that the Public Enemies one? Yeah. Okay. Jeff Liebe. <laughs> That's so probably Clark so Kent, wrong. Bruce for, Wayne. For some reason, 2006 is coming to my head. Ooh. 06? Yeah. Wait. Oh, wait. You're talking six years after Willennium. Y2K. Uh, uh, 2006. Lock it in. Just do is it. Is that what he said? Yeah, 2006. Oh, you're, you're, I was going to be switched it to 2008. Uh, incorrect. Alex, you want to steal? 2008. Solid. Incorrect also. 2003. Yeah. Nah, it was a long time. <clears throat> Three years. How was that easy? I thought, well, you got the whole fucking series. Are we still at two and two? So what? I You have the yeah, whole series did. of Walking Dead. Do you know what year it came out? What year did it start? Yeah, hold on a second. 
I do know this. If Marvin gets it, he wins automatically. Because <laughs> one, still trap right there. He recently said there's an anniversary. That's why they're having the variant covers this month. If I can figure out what it is. Probably five years, maybe? 2012? I don't know. 2012. I'll have to look. Five years? Really? 12? No, it's no. more than that. 10. I thought, I was thinking like 15. No. No. I think going that long. Uh, Alex, pick one. Two to two still. 12. 12. It's a hard question. We'll get it. When Mr. Freeze was first introduced, he was called what? What was his name before Mr. Freeze? They introduced him, they called something else, and they're like, hey, eventually he became Mr. Freeze. Is like his code name type thing? Not, I mean, it's, it's not his actual like real real name. It's but yeah, what they Batman referred to him as is that name instead of Mister Freeze, and then it became Mister Freeze. That is a tough one. Hard five points. One point if you steal it. Mister Freeze. Let me give you a hint. Not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Thank you. Take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> I was a robot. I don't know. <laughs> That's cold. Um, the cold man. The cold man. Yep. Final. Final. Incorrect. Do you want to guess? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say... It's nothing cold related, I'm sure. Dr. Cold. Dr. Cold. Dr. Incorrect. Mr. Zero. Ah, oh. damn. Mr. So this is the movie he was in was Sub-Zero. The Batman animated series. Do you know what killed the dinosaurs? Venom. I don't know I have Venom. worse sex than him. Bane came and broke their backs. Garrett, how many left? Uh, there's one, two, three, four, five. Here. Five left, the four left. I'll get a Marvel in. <laughs> four left, two to two still. It's a tied game, anybody's game. That one. You know what I just realized? What? You just all back. can't count? The, uh, still I five I left. I forgot about my apple, so I didn't give it to... I, so I'm going to put it on... I'm not going to put it on the one you just picked. But it's going to go randomly on one of the other four. Okay. Because I forgot. Okay. What, uh, no, you're picking Which one was it on? Uh, the one you picked all the way. The Marvel one oh. in the middle left. Yeah. <laughs> beat your ass in this game. Yeah. Four to zero. Yeah, switch your point. Oh, you would have got two points. It's not really the big complete. Number six. Easy. I'm going to be 100% honest. I marked it as easy, but now I'm looking at it. It should have been a hard one. I'll give you five points if you answer this one. Okay. Be steal, I'll give you two. Okay. Dr. Doom was once a member. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. This is an easy question. It's because it's true or false. That's why. Oh. Uh, Dr. Doom, true or false? TF. Dr. Doom was once a member of the Avengers. FF in the Cabal. True or false? True. Final answer. Final? You want to go yep. True. That's correct. Two points. The only way I know that. I just totally guess, but Avengers, I knew he was on the Avengers. I knew Avengers, and I knew um, Cabal. You knew Avengers? When was he on Avengers? He did. He's there was a mini in- Infinity Gauntlet run. Not like the actual oh, Infinity Gauntlet run. Avengers, this, the current Avengers that was going with Mark Wade, he was in it for a while. I guess it wasn't officially Doctor Doom. It was yeah. Feature Von Doom, but... It's iconic. FF was the feature friend that issue. Image number 10. Image number 10. For two points, who is the artist of the fade-out? Sean Phillips. Correct. Two points. Down. <laughs> Tied up again. 4-4. Four, four. 
Uh, I'm gonna go DC two. DC two. Easy. What the fuck? This is hard too. I don't want to pick easy. Is <laughs> also Doom Falls? <laughs> yes, it is. No, this is not Doom Falls. This is actual legit course. I'll give you five points for this one. This is a legit. Okay. I'll give you five points. Uh, two if you steal. Um, when Catwoman was introduced in June of 1940, what was her original name? Just like Mr. Freeze wasn't called Catwoman from straight up. She became Catwoman. What was her original name? I've read this issue so many times, too. Um, Horror to Horror. Original name. That that thing, whatever that sound was. Door scream. It's five points, baby. I can't remember this. You know Wikipedia has a cool thing. It's like a chart and it tells you a bunch of characters and what when they were introduced and it's like in the timeline. It's pretty cool. Oh really? Yeah. I know it's on that fucking ship too. Recently came up. Tom King's run. Actually, I think actually, yeah, you're right. He yeah. does call out of that in that panel. I got nothing. I'm gonna say the cat. That's all I can do. I... He's saying the cat. Yeah. Like a kitty cat. The cat. Is that locked in? You locked it in? No. Lock, pop, and lock it. Fuck. This is gonna piss me off so hard. Let's do. Will you make the cat thief? The cat thief? Yeah. No, just the cat. Just the cat. Just the cat. You locking it, lock it in? Lock, lock it in. Lock it in as the cat for five points. It is currently four to four. It's the cat. Oh. 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 <laughs> because I was trying to think, but it, yeah, because she dresses up as an old lady and steals those diamonds off yeah. the ship. <clears throat> what in the clutch? Got it. Yeah, <laughs> ten minutes later. What he meant for this to happen. Alex. He's going to do the Razor Apple. I know it's coming. Your marketing doesn't That's cool the Razor me. Apple. That's fun. You can answer these, though. You're giving him four points, and uh, it's also a hard one, so you get five here. You can catch up, actually, with this one. So here we go. Yep. You either tie it or you fucking lose it all. So no pressure. It's fun. So much pressure. Cocksucker. Got it. <laughs> Puddle gulp. Simon Walterson, who we saw on this issue, uh, the frog, was first introduced in what issue of Thor? Shot in the dark. Unless you knew, you know your Thor history. What issue did he show up in? Simon. Do you actually know it? Walterson. Okay. Yeah, right. Tell you what, it's been 700 issues. Give me within uh, 25 and I'll give it to you. Not on a razor apple. What are you talking about? That is literally uh, 28. Not within 10 ish. To be fair, he talked you into getting Harley Quinn. (laughs) When you should have had that question. Hands down. This is me. I'm a, I'm a doctor. I'm running in to try Fine. to grab the apple. Let's see if he gets in this Fine. Apple. Get within 25. Whatever. What's the worst thing that happened? I just beat you anyways. Or <laughs> well, I can only lose it all. You won't lose it all. But we'll be tied, so I can only... If I don't get the next one right, I guess we now don't know. I could beat you by one if I got it. Ooh, yeah. If he steals it from you. Well, listen. We're thinking uh, about hypotheticals, and let's answer this fucking question. So what, what issue did Simon that? Walterson first appear? Four. 545. Final answer. 545. Incorrect. What is it? 
364. Yes! 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 All right, give me that last Marvel question. Let's see what's up. Uh, true or false, Loki first appeared in Venus, number six. False. His first appearance. Lock it in, false. Incorrect, it's true. Oh. That was also What's a razor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll raise you to your neck because I just beat you. Uh, 13 to 0. Just like last year. You don't have... Oh, this is this is poetic. <laughs> Guys, this is poetic justice. Last year, uh, Garrett lost it all in the last question, and, and you beat him 19 to 0. This year, you beat him 13 to 0. I just want to see when uh, Walking Dead Walking happened. Dead. Yeah. Should you put comic? Uh, WednesdayComics.com. Find us on Twitter at WednesdayComics. All right, that's enough for you. Um, at Garat 2188. Let him know how you fared 13 to 0. Congratulate him online at Alex Pastrello or at Pastrami underscore news. He's going to need a lot of reassurance. Make sure to send him some gifts. He loves them. Uh, that's how he talks. Gift style. It was a nice Christmas meet. Hey, fun fact. <laughs> Not really fun. Uh, fun fact, Alex uh, discovered gifts like uh, two months ago. Um, uh, find me on Twitter at Marvin underscore Saguero or find us all on Facebook, facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Email us Wednesday Comics at six. Oh, no. Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to look below in the notes uh, for our phone number. I forgot it again. 605 something, something, something. By the way, fuckers, I actually would have been the closest. <laughs> For what? It was October 8th, 2003. For Walking Dead? For Walking Dead. They got re-released in 2013. What did I say? I said October 2003. <laughs> Call it back. No. So 15 really? years. I was off by a year. 15 times 12. It's, there's not that many issues. No. Uh, but doesn't but he, does he ever take sad. breaks, though? No. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. Sometimes that's they, like, sometimes no they way did twice a month. There's no way that's real. You guys keep talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't look on pastrami news. Look on the actual internet. <laughs> 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 I wasn't going to go to me. We'll be way wrong. <laughs> Finest. Uh, Do you guys know issue one came out like last week? 1999. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry knows. When did the first issue of The Walking Dead come out? Yeah, you got to say comic. Shut up. Yeah. So in 14 years, it came out like 12 issues per year would have had to come out. Boom. Because if you didn't take any time off, 12 issues a year would have been. What issue? But there was Maybe a span where like 20 issues came out in like six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. about it. Let's Find do. us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, subscribe, rate, and review. Make sure if uh, you know your friend that likes comic books, but they're not listening to podcasts, you say, hey, buddy, first off, uh, find your iPod, hold one, listen to some podcasts, or new technology, do whatever you want. We're a fan of the old and the new. Um, good show this week, guys. Back from your break. Yeah, that's right. Let's roll for the next... Uh, we're going into the holidays. We're going hot. We are. Have some <clears throat> fun plans. Show up. Make sure you subscribe to the video at YouTube uh, Wednesday Comics, because you want to see, especially next week, Halloween episode. And then uh, in a month, Thanksgiving episode, those will be uh, special episodes um, where we uh, do something a little nice. I think next week we need to be drinking on the show. All right. Potions. 
Ooh, Ooh potion. Mix those little. Ooh, butterbeer. I think last year we drank apple cider. Oh, we should drink butterbeer. I know this place around here. My sister showed it to me. I think it's Cracker Barrel. Even they sell this. It's uh, uh, it's like golden cauldron or something. It tastes like it's like more like butterscotch soda, but it tastes like butterbeer. Halloween. Mm, I missed those stories last week. You did? <laughs> <laughs> did you really? I'm guessing no. All right, guys. They're for holding a pistol to my head. So. For one second, I'm excited, Marvin. I am Alex, and I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages. <laughs>